Recorded live. Good afternoon, morning, evening, whatever the case may be. Welcome to the Good News Show. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for coming on. Um, I'm going to give it a few seconds before we get into it. So um, take your time. We have about another three minutes, and we'll start the call. Uh, Thank you, and please grab a friend. This is going to be a very important call. Thank you. Okay, until everybody gets here, what we're going to do, me and Mike, we're going to discuss some things. Uh, I'll tell you my my major concern here. Thank you, Mike, for coming on, having this conversation with me. You know, we have a little group over here on Facebook, and many people aren't able to follow, and I can understand it because it's so complicated. And as you know, uh, they've deliberately complicated the situation based upon the fact that they wanted to bring about this but I must say something. A friend of mine uh, kind of made me feel a little better, and I want to get your thought on it before uh, we start to call tonight. Uh, her assumption is that this is all play acting, that he is going to sign it, but this is just something uh, to ruffle the feathers of the populace. Do you agree or disagree? I can't answer that. I don't know okay, well, what he, what's he's going to do with We know you don't know. We're asking you your opinion. My opinion right now? Mm-hmm. Everybody has an opinion. Well, if Obama signed the Paris Agreement, right. he should hold to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be the right thing to do, but I don't know. But her opinion is that he's just bluffing. Uh, she's saying he's going to do it. It's just to ruffle the feathers of the populace. You think that could be true? I said, do you um, uh, Maybe it's to ruffle the feathers of somebody else. <laughs> And on this show, I, I want to put it out there. Nobody knows anything. All we know is what we think we know and what we know from being maybe able to sit at tables and see with people. Maybe the average public is not able to get next to. So maybe we can give a better perspective. But that doesn't mean that we're absolutely right because everybody's human and people do have a tendency from time to time uh, to uh, change their mind have that right to do so. Okay, I want you to kind of get into things. I'm trying to wait because I did start to call a little early, and the reason I did is because it was kind of difficult for me getting in here by me not using the same phone number. It kind of um, makes it difficult for me to uh, uh, get in, so I came in a little early. So uh, I just want you to kind of hold conversation with me so, you know, as opposed to me talking by myself, I don't like that. So I'll start, then you jump in or what have you. Okay, Mike? Is that okay, Mike? Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. This is what I wanted to start with. Uh, people were asking me a hundred thousand questions in the chat room, and they don't understand from what they were saying. How is it that? Um, what does the climate control have to do with uh, uh, the currency and and the uh, human rights violation? And I was trying to let them know. You see, this Paris Agreement, it encompasses everything, but the only thing that they seem to be really, to me, uh, elaborating on is the climate agreement, because I guess you know, that's so controversial, and they know they're going to have pros and cons. They're not getting into the meat of the thing, because they may lose some things, but uh, all of it, it's just like, you know, how they create a bill sometimes, then they add pork, and they might add another part in there that other people may not like, but they want that part of the bill. Well, it's the same thing. Everything is encompassed within this Paris Agreement. Oh, and by the way, it is not, I repeat, it is not a treaty. This is a Paris Agreement. This is global. This is worldwide. Uh, essentially, what they're trying to do, they're trying to eliminate poverty, they want to eliminate um, human rights violations, and they want to clean the, uh, the water, all of the environment. And so, um, and that's where we are right now. And it concerns me, based upon the fact that um, uh, it concerns me because uh, the UBI is tied to that, you see, and uh, this has been promised to us. You know, you hear people say, oh, President Obama didn't do anything. Well, perhaps President Obama knew that we were going to be repatriated back into the state. So he was trying to give us a little cushion. So a lot of times what may appear to be something on the surface, we don't know what's going behind uh, the scene. Uh, so my thing, I want you to kind of explain to the people when you and I talked about earlier about how we're going to be repatriated back into the state. Can you get into that a little bit, Michael, please? Well, if, if, if Obama did end the Civil War and he's ended these wars, mm -hmm. right, during a war, mm -hmm. right, the President of the United States calls forth the militia, which is us, mm -hmm. of the several states. Mm -hmm. Now, if this person, Obama, did in the Civil War and other stuff for Cuba and everything else, then they're going to repatriate us back to the states. But that's not necessarily a good thing, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But, so, but the main thing is this. If we are repatriated back into the states, they're going to have to pay us. Is that correct? Based upon your well, understanding? Based upon my understanding, a lot of things we're supposed to do. I don't think they're going to personally do it. Mm -hmm. Well, the only thing that I can see that's holding right now, from what I see, and I'll send that to you tonight, is whereby the seniors are the only ones that seem like they're going to benefit a little bit. They will get that 530 extra, or if they're way down there, they'll be brought up to the minimum of 13, but it's 1330, 1360. That's the only thing I see. But otherwise, I don't see um, 
the people in the middle uh, being able to um, uh, benefit from this. I want to talk about something else because there's so many things. You know, it's kind of hard because I'm not the best typist and make a lot of mistakes, so I want to get some things out while I can. One of the things I want to talk about is the fact that all the federal money is supposed to be coming out of the state, and so therefore cities will be responsible uh, to uh, finance the schools. So my thing is how are cities and counties and other municipalities going to be able to do that? And it brings me to mind with that bill that was just passed by Congress. You see, in the Constitution it says you're not supposed to be convicted of a crime unless it's a crime against a person. So here they're saying that the police can uh, initiate, provoke you, and even if you touch him, whether it be a, a, a abrasion or a bruise or if he feels a, a slight bit of pain, uh, you won't even be able to go to a judge, according to the article, uh, that you will be slapped with a mandatory minimum sentence. So therefore, say the police stops you and they grab you by the arm in a normal reflex, you might just kind of pull away and he could say that you hit him or you hurt him. And without seeing a judge to determine the proper sentencing or the circumstances, you're automatically sent to jail. So do you think, after I've read that very closely, I'm thinking that might be a new way whereby this is how the states and the city will be able to get some money. Is that one of the things you're thinking, or what are you thinking? That I can answer you. I can tell you this much. They're building 168 new prisons out here. Oh, God. So what they're building those for, uh, you think if they're going to be letting people out of jail, you, you, you take your own guess. But, you see, everybody will be subjected to that because, you see, you could just pull away and say, let me go. And they could say, out. And then it goes on to say, if they kill you, the only thing you have to do, they would have to do rather, is pay for your funeral, and if they hurt you, pay for your medical expenses. So therefore, right there, that puts a, a, a blockage there. I don't see any attorney taking this case because there's no, no money in it for them anymore. So um, I don't know. And, and so who did you say writes a lot of these bills throughout the state? What's the name of that organization? Uniform, that's Uniform State Law Commission, American Legal Exchange Council, American Law Institute. There's three or four of them that write most of the stuff. And so, and this will be universal from state to state? Well, usually they don't call it the Uniform State Law Commission for nothing. Mm-hmm. They write uniform laws for all 50 states. And so approved, uh, approved for enactment by the American Bar Association and copyrighted to the Uniform State Law Commission. And so they're saying if you kill a police officer, even without going to trial, to justify it, 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 it matters not. Even if it's at a state where they've abolished the death penalty, it's automatic death penalty. This is very serious. You, know, you want to know how serious this can get? Look up the look up the Controlled Substance Act written by the Uniform State Law Commission. 
Okay, the Uniform Controlled Substance Act. No, Controlled no, Controlled Substance Act. The original one, the original one was written by the and is copyrighted to the Uniform State Law Commission. Okay, Controlled Substance Act. You guys might want to look that up. Controlled Substance Act. Thank you very much. Thank Think you. about all the all the people that are in jail for pot for marijuana right now. Okay, so I want to go back here. So, in your opinion, based upon where you sit and the people that you talk to, do you think Trump is acting or do you think he is going to not sign it? Because I will say this before you answer. Uh, based upon what I saw today, if he does not sign it, they're putting us down there with places like Syria. We'll become a third world country. Some parts of this country are already a third world. Well, I'm asking you, do you think he's going to sign it or not? I can't answer that. I don't do speculation on that. I'm not sitting there and I don't talk to the men. But do you think he's I going would. Do you think he's play acting? I don't know. He could be. I hope so. I, I certainly do hope so. Very concerned. I am extremely concerned. So basically, in your opinion, going back to the republic, do you think it's worse? Or do you think it would be worse, or do you think it would be better? In your humble opinion. I don't know yet. It depends on. It all depends on. Uh... See, people people understand something. I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Everybody wants to be a state citizen. They don't understand that if you look at your flag of your state, it has a spear on top. All right? Your, your, sta- your state, your county, and your city was set up by a guy named John Knox, which was the first secretary of defense. All right? You call them towns, cities, whatever. They're military districts. Right, and uh, you when you go, the problem with being a state citizen is the state citizen has no rights because he's in the militia. You need to, people. You need to read your militia laws in your state. You really do, because a lot of you are going to get a big surprise. There's states out there that that uh, clearly tell you the uh, all able-bodied inhabitants of that state is a member of the militia. I think personally that's where they're getting all, all this this damn the jurisdiction at is through that uniform is through that uh those militia acts. Okay? Because you're these people are acting out here like like, you know, they got absolute autonomy over everybody. And they can do just anything they want. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't, people, most people who have asked the question, where do they get all this power? Well, right there is the only place I can find that they get it. The, these people, <laughs> they just treat you like, you know, you're some sort of slave. Which if you're in the military, all right, 
anybody who's been in the military, you are virtually a slave. Everything you do is told to you what to do, how to do it, where to eat, when to eat, where, what to wear, and everything else. How much more of a slave than that can you get? You know? Well, I mean... I would say to you, in my humble opinion, you were telling me earlier that a lot of people are leaving the country. That's still correct, based upon your findings? Yeah. Wow. Basically, well, this is this is this is where I, I I stand. I would think it would behoove him. Okay, you say the states they got to make money, the, the, the counties and the states and the cities. Well, it would behoove. Okay, so they're extracting all of the Section Eight money. They're taking all of the. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? BTT cards, food stamps, all of these services. So it would be cheaper for them to go into your trust, say, like the Pope said, and give people five hundred or a thousand dollars. It'd be much cheaper. I I see them and turning the police loose on you, and just feeding off the people in order to. Generate funding. Anything will go. Yeah. No. Well, they they've always done whatever they had to do to generate revenue to keep themselves, up, you know, operating correctly. Right, but right now, if if, if you think these people, these judges and everybody and these police and these, but people are working what? now. See the way it's going now. You got uh, like in our state. We've got two districts that are laying off people, so they're losing jobs. So they can't make revenue if you don't have it. So they got to give them something in order for yeah. them to be able to extract from it. But moreover, what I'm not feeling very good about is he says he's going to create jobs. But at the same time, they're not telling the people that next year, a full-time job is going to be down to 30 hours. But moreover, yeah. what they're not telling the people, those 30-hour-a-week jobs are not going to be for you. They're going to be for people that are foreign, that know how to do expertise things like computers and engineering. Americans will be working 10 to 15 hours a week. So, yeah, you'll get your $15 an hour, but it won't be predicated on a 40-hour week. And moreover... Trump has just signed a bill whereby they don't have to pay you overtime. So your job is 15 hours. They can work 30 and only pay you 15. And when it talks about uh, you can take days off, well, then that's at the discretion of the employer. If they don't have those days to give you, you can't get them until he or she says that it is available to you. So the only thing that I've seen thus far where he has made America great, in my humble opinion, is that he's made it great for employers, where they can work yeah. the heck out of you and don't have to pay you and say you can take a day off, but, the, again, that day is at his or her discretion. So um, I don't see, in my humble opinion, whereby... America's been made great again. But at the same time, 
I think, this is my opinion, I think they're going to get the UBI, but this is going to be a way for municipalities to feed up on it. That way they can uh, build up their coffers. Uh, I think, in other words, there may be a price to pay. But I, I, I tell you what I, I really want to talk about, if you can, I don't know if you can at this time, are you able to discuss the way that they have um, changed the forfeiture laws? In other words, if you forget to pay a ticket or they come to your place, say, for uh, code enforcement and you forgot to pay it or you don't pay everything, they can seize your whole entire bank account. And everything that you own, your home, your property, everything, is that not right or can you not talk about it? Well, that's just what we're hearing right now. It's going to happen. If you don't hmm. pay a ticket, they can just come foreclose your house. And everything, you and your bank account and everything. Didn't you say, now this is public, I'm assuring it's public because it's on your page. Would you tell them about the man who just lost his $900,000 house? Can you discuss that? Uh, no, because that man's might be listening, and I don't want to do that. Okay, well, can you talk about the circumstance without using his name? Because it might be a lot of him. He just didn't pay something, and they came and took his house and everything he owned. Hmm. That was in California. And then you talk Damn! About Where in California, do you know? Okay, uh, wait a minute, hold on. And uh, it doesn't even matter. It's the state. Hmm. don't matter if it's northern, southern. California is California. And the lady, she lived in what state? You don't have to say the city. That was, that was in the, uh, Indiana. Indiana. So basically, they can just come in, they can seize your property, they can lean your bank account. But I want to say one more thing before we bring other people in. Then there's something that they're giving officers that you talked about, whereby if they stop you for a ticket, they can take your credit card and they can... Extract everything off of do you can you explain that a little more for those people that are not aware of that? Mm-hmm. It, it's called a chip reader, okay? And they'll, 60 minutes of this a special order about a year and a half, two years ago, where a little, they got a girl to bebop down New York City street with what appeared to be a cell phone in her hand with earplugs in. And what she was really doing was reading the chips on the cards. Okay, in your pocket. You know, every time they come up with new technology, they also come up with technology that people steal from you. Mm-hmm. So what can the police do? That's what we want to know. Uh, they can stand outside your car and read your cards and your bank accounts. And didn't you say if they stopped you, that they, didn't you say they were taking everybody's money off the homeless money? Can you tell them about that? I've, I've heard rumor that that's happening, yes. Okay, would you tell the people what you're hearing? Nobody can read your mind. What did you say? Well, basically, yeah, they're just uh, they're just using those devices. Okay, now there's rumor that there was a traffic stop somewhere up north. This is a rumor, mm-hmm. and they they were the uh, DUI stops, and they instead of doing the DI, they were just taking everybody's money. Off your cards. Off your cards. And did you say that you heard rumor that? In the homeless community, they were taking... They're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so the people are left with nothing. That's what I'm hearing. So therefore, 
this new technology that, that the chips card, I don't think it's going to be as friendly as you think it is. So let me ask mm-hmm. you this. So if it's happening in California and it's happening in another state, that tells me that there's an unwritten uh, law that this is going to be prevalent. So therefore, that goes back to what I said. It would behoove them to give people this UBI because they know you got something and they'll be right there to snag you and take everything off your card. So my suggestion would be, if if I were asked, I would always have another card with something uh, no more than 20 or $30. I wouldn't take my main card. That's, okay, I, want, I think that was Robin. Come on in, Robin, because you had a million questions earlier. Yeah, I'm here. I hey, would, hey. I would tell everybody to only vote in referendum for cashless uh for a for um we don't want a cashless society you know too never, late well i tell you <laughs> well i always take out cash because i don't want my bank card having record all the time of everything i'm doing it's not that i'm doing anything illegal it's because I prefer to have my privacy. Right. That's, that's so I take out cash, $100, and whatever needs that I have for the next few days, I pay with cash. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. And But I do carry my card with me, and now what you're saying is maybe we should leave our debit cards at home. That's what I'm saying. And use cash. So yes. you see the catch is, they're trying to get everybody hooked on using their card and not working with cash anymore. And you've got to retrain yourself and get back in the habit of using cash. So if in the event that they get rid of cash, which they're planning to do, I would get one of those throwaway cards. Well, you can, we could all stand up and bitch about it and say, no, we don't want cash. I mean, we don't want a cashless society. We like our cash. They want to be able to follow every little nuance you're doing in your life through that card. Mm -hmm. And if you don't mind your, you know, them knowing that you bought, let's say you got uh, health insurance or even a state social program of health insurance, and in there there is a bylaw or whatever telling you that you can only eat so many carbohydrates a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their card shows that you ordered a pizza that night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really have to think about things like that. If you're mo- if you're moving toward a more social uh, moving, if your government is moving toward socialism in government programs, then you have to demand that the Constitution is still intact. Every step of the way, they have to respect your inalienable rights to privacy. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that they should. Uh, you see, that's where I'm going back to you when we talk about uh, uh, when I talk about um, 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 state rights. You see. <laughs> States will be able to have rights, so each state will be 
operating <laughs> in the field, especially <laughs> prospective state. So I don't know. Uh, Southern, do you think we will get enough people to stand up and say we don't want to have a society? No. I don't either. Because uh, they, 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 right now they're pushing for it. And 90% of the people Well, have yeah, they keep pushing for it, but it still doesn't go through. Yeah, but guess what? Only 90% of It the, will. Yeah, 90% of the people don't even know about it. Now, here it is. We give a call like this. This thing should be flooded. They don't care. They're too complacent. They'll sit there. They'll argue with me about what the Constitution says, this, the Constitution says that, and I'm saying to them, why are you citing all these things to me when I know, and, hey, the Speaker Ryan has already told us, the Constitution was suspended. So, really, we had no law. We had no government. But we acted as if it were because we volunteered and they never told us. So it's the same thing. So people just went along. Here it is today. We're still going along. So well, you know about what they're trying to do with the caste society. I know. But yeah, we just got to Well, let's keep at it. Just everybody you meet, sort of tap them on the shoulder and say, you know, you want that cash. You know, and throw a few lines in and let them think about it on their own. You know, my husband brought up an issue. I think he's listening in. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that um, don't forget that you can use um, those uh, RFID sleeves on, over your card so they can't read them. Right, but what we're talking about is when they stop you. you see how they're doing it now. They could stop you like some of these towns, and they make you pay on the spot, and then they're just taking the cash off right then and there, like the homeless are downtown. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. They're stopping them and, and giving you a card, and they're swiping everything off of it. Well, the, now, you, they're only allowed to get your license and your registration. Well, that's what they're supposed to do, but, hey, when you got state rights coming, um, I don't know. Well, that's... Uh, the thing they should be able to ask um, for, and even that is unconstitutional, but, you know, they do it anyway. And, and again, you said they got a gun in their holster, and they're telling you, you better give it to me. And, and wait a minute. You said unconstitutional, and I'm saying, what's unconstitutional when the, uh, the, the Constitution has been defended? You. See, this is, see this is, let me take you back to where we're talking about. You see, this is why when President Obama ran for office, he was always referencing Lincoln. He wanted to go back where Lincoln ended. Remember, uh, during Lincoln's time, you had the Civil War. Well, he never did sign off uh, to end the war through uh, a peace treaty or the rest of the document because he was a... So yeah, we got a lot of those no, kinds. Let me finish. Let me let me finish this report. Yeah. Okay, so then when the Confederates surrendered, that's why they put the Confederate stuff up there. See, people don't even know that. They're arguing and they're fighting. That was just a reminder that the war was still going. So when it happened, the shooting here in North Carolina and the church, when President Obama ordered those flags to come down, that was the end of the war. That's why the monuments are coming down. And we could not go back to the Republic and to the Constitution until they ended the war. That's why 
you had Speaker Ryan tweet, the Constitution must be restored. They knew it was never restored. They just doing what they want to do. So now they're going to restore the Constitution. We're supposed to be going back to the Republic, and we're supposed to be going back under state rights. That's what's been the problem. So this is why we've had an un- out-of-control country. This is why you've seen disparities in mm. decisions and, and, and treatment. But we've been in a state of emergency one. since 1933. Oh, this is since 1863, honey. Well, that's right. <laughs> the Constitution has been since 1863. All this has been placated. This is what the president was trying to tell people. And well, if they did do that, we'd still be in the one of 1933. No, we honey, have we, 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 you know, no, there's a lot of no, things. Listen. <laughs> oh, God. This is the problem. Place. Everybody just want to go back to 1933. You were still in uh, war. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. All right, let, let, me, let, me, let me get something here. Please. It, during the Civil War, okay, the Civil War, first off the bat, Lincoln was never going to sign the peace treaty. All right, with the southern states, or negotiate and armistice. That would have recognized the southern states, all right, and give them international standing. Mm-hmm. Go get the book, The Peace That Never Was, and read it. Okay. <laughs> it was well, never going to happen. Okay, he, well, whether he what, was or let not, me finish. He didn't sign it. He didn't sign it. So let's get to the point. He didn't sign it, so he didn't end the war. Is that correct? Because we yeah, can't get into his head and say what he was not going to do, but we know he didn't sign it. Is that correct? Because he listen. was assassinated. But go ahead. Okay. He, he wasn't going to sign it. It was going to happen. I can't documented, the, the, let me, I can't because there's documented evidence of it. Well, now, okay. that's number one. Once once the war started, all right, under the under the law the, the the laws of war, we created two fashions in this country. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, we created the Democrats and the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I think this all started before the war. Mm-hmm. Now, since the country is divided, what we're, what's going on out here is instead of having a nation, they're, they're letting you work yourself right, under the uh, Declaration of Independence. You get to vote in which government you want every four years. Uh, every four years, you get to vote in a Democratic or Republican president, a Democratic or Republican state, a Democratic or Republican county, okay. and a Democratic or Republican city. Mm-hmm. Now, believe it or not, all right, this is what's going on. But what so now, think about with Lincoln. Let's go back. See, this one I'm talking about you skipped before. Yeah. Let's go back to Lincoln and then we'll go up. Okay. Lincoln, Lincoln signed the thing called the Libra Code. No, I, no, we don't want to get into that because that's too heavy. Let's stick with where I'm sticking because I don't want to overwhelm them. Let's just stick with the ending of the war. Cause we, we're talking okay, about go ahead. No? no, we'll talk about the Libra Code next week because that's a different show. Oh, and you are so much, you're so full of information, I don't want to overwhelm them. Getting into the Libra Code and all these other things. So let's just stick we got to take it slow here. So first we'll say, you just follow me, and then we'll be able to hold the interest. Because if you get to talking about the Libra Code, you're going to lose everybody, because a lot of times you lose me. Okay, so the bottom line, the war had to be ended. Is that correct, yes or no? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so is it in your opinion 
that when President Obama ordered those flags to come down, is it in your opinion that started the ending of the war? And that's why we're now having all those monuments removed. Yep. Okay. So is it in your opinion that we've been in war since 1863 at least, meaning that when you're in war, you can't have a constitution? It's it's suspended. Is that correct? It was, yeah, it was suspended in 1860. In 1860. So, therefore, why is it that, like her, Robin, she's I'm hearing too many people, as far as they're going back, it's 1933, unbeknownst. This thing has been suspended way before this. They've just been lying. That's been the whole bottom line. The whole thing has been a lie. That's why they're trying to restore us. That's why they want to try to make us whole, because they know what they've done to us, but we don't. Is that, is, am I saying it right? Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You can finish. Go ahead. You know, the, this whole thing, like I said, it's, it's, there's a whole history of the United States out there that people don't know about. It, it actually started in 1775, but mm-hmm. the this, since the Civil War, we've been a divided country. Mm-hmm. Right, we, we have two factions, mm-hmm. you know, the Democrats and Republicans, fighting for votes. Mm-hmm. All right, so technically and legally, we're in insurrection and rebellion. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want to ask a question here. Why did, you know, why did everything happen the way it did? Why did Washington, D.C. become the District of Columbia? They needed a neutral territory. A lot of people don't want to realize this, but they did. So I think that's why they created Washington, D.C. Called the organic... Somebody had to be... Huh? It's called the Organic Act. Yeah. The 1871. Right. Yeah, they created the Washington, D.C. That's right. But think about it. You You have two factions fighting out here. All right, the states are at war with one another. So guess who gets, you know, they had to have some place to, to meet. So they created a neutral territory called Washington, D.C. And that's the way it's been operating ever since. All right. And I don't think the, that they did anything wrong. Dude, I think we're not a lot to the blame for this thing. Everybody wants to blame the United States government. But we, we hold a big part in this, too, in the fact that we never, we never fixed this problem. Well, is it we or is it that we believe them, like we're still believing them? They still tell you, well, I haven't heard that on the news, just like those Supreme Court decisions and the one that just came out of Congress. They haven't heard that on the news either. So if we're waiting yeah. for them to put it on the news, you're going to be... Uh, Mistaken because they're not going to put it on the news. Oh no, they're never going to put it on the news that the, you know the United States people have been at a damn war for 160 freaking years. And that's is that, is that, you see a person say he raped somebody and he'll get probation, and this person over here steals a leather coat and they get a hundred years because there is no laws, there's been no rules. And as I think it was Breyer who says. You, you volunteer and send yourself to jail because you've been volunteering to uh, take part of the scheme. And this is what our constitutional 
former president was trying to tell us. This is why he said, I can do a lot, but I'm going to need your help. See, he knew that we were going back to the republic because this is something, this didn't just happen. This has been uh, work, they've been working on this for some time. That's why he set provision. But the people didn't understand. They got the people thinking, oh, that's socialism. Oh, we'll be part of socialism. Well, the fact of the matter is I've put all kinds of articles out there. The Pope has already told you you've got to trust. They just never told you that you had to trust. That's your money. So how is that socialism? You're just getting some money that you never knew about. But they got these people. They got everybody confused. And then, well, ever, go ahead. everybody thinks that this whole, whole thing actually with the uh, Federal Reserve notes, you know, it started in uh, 1933, under, or, or in 1918, I think it is, the Federal Reserve Act. They don't realize that during the Civil War, uh, President Lincoln authorized the printing of uh, greenbacks, which they paid people with, all right, instead of gold and silver. Because during the first thing, people don't realize what goes on during the war. first thing that they do during the war is they take all the lawful money, titles, the property, and uh, everything out of circulation. All right? They take the lawful money, they give you war script, all right? or, or bills of credit. All right? The second thing they do is they take all the laws off out of the books because, and lay down, the, when a nation goes to war, it lays down the civil law and picks, and it, and picks up the laws of war. Because everything that's done in a war is a crime. Everything under civil laws. There's certain things that happen, and people need to research that and find out exactly what did happen and why it never got corrected. Mm -hmm. right? Because there was never a peace. You had a democratic fashion in the, in the South, you had a Republican fashion in the North, and there were wars. And it's still going on today. All you got to do is, is pick up your voter's registration card. And people, I hate to say it, but when they go down to register to vote, what's the first thing they ask you to do? What party are you with? Oh, well, hell, nothing like, uh, not, there's nothing more than volunteering into an insurrection and rebellion against the government of the United States. Oh, I'm with the Republican Party. I'm with the Democratic Party. You're volunteering into it. And then you go back, you go into your state laws and start reading the facts. That, who was in the militia. And people don't realize this one. If the United States goes to war with Russia, all right, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're a man, woman, or child. You, every citizen of one country is at war with the citizens of another country. So if you see a Russian, you're supposed to kill him. It doesn't matter who he is, what he is, if he's wearing a uniform or not. Same thing if the Russian sees you. You're at war. You're the enemy. And this is what they've been doing, playing us like fools out here, all right, forever. Because now, let's, let's take an example. Let's take two states, Florida and California. Florida elects a Republican governor. California elects a Democratic governor. Now you've got two opposing factions. So the people of Florida are now the enemies of the people in California. Think about what I'm saying, people. All right, they, they got you, uh, a divided house. On the surface, on the surface, because in the back, they're on the same team. Go ahead. Yeah, because they, they know that if, as long as they keep this divided, okay, it's going to keep on going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is what people aren't understanding. It, yeah. 
It's the Hegelian dialectic. Exactly. And uh, so I wanted to go back into, I want to go back to the other thing that um, Robin and I were talking about today. Robin, uh, take your time and ask those questions. I think they were very important questions, and I'm sure a lot of people were wanted the answers. I think they were very relevant. Go ahead. Well, what what were we talking about? I, I we were not... talking about uh, the uh, the Paris Agreement, and that's not a treaty. It is not a treaty. Okay. Well, just base yeah. Basically, um, the only thing that we can be held to is a treaty, and right. the Paris Climate Agreement, by its own wordage, is not a treaty. Right, it's not a treaty. It's an agreement to do three things. One, to clean the environment. Two, to stop human rights violations. Because remember, when we go back to the Republic, we'll be free to travel anywhere in the world so you don't want to be hurt anywhere you go. Okay, and number three was to eliminate poverty. But it seems to me the only thing that Trump is really referencing is the climate drill. He doesn't believe in it, but he's not telling you the other uh, uh, factors of this disagreement. Well, that's, that's, that might be, idealistically, that might be true for the third world. No, it's for here. <clears throat> Most people don't know anything about the UBI, and they don't know anything about the Paris Agreement. Okay, the UBI is part of the Paris Agreement? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's part of the economics. You're absolutely now, right. Okay, how is this representative? How, how is this represent uh, a government w where you vote for a representative? It has nothing to do with you. See, you you still you have no representation. No, no, no. You're looking at the United States. This is a global yeah. thing. But once this you sign on to a treaty. This You're allowing the government that to, treaty okay. let, to let override me, your own government. No, baby, you, you, you're confusing Far. the two. Let me explain it to you, please, listen. You're, con yeah. you're, you're, you're confusing the two. First of all, it's not a treaty. Number two, this is a global reset. This is all countries, if you read the thing that the Pope told you, this is all countries that have been under the fiat system a system that's making money that had no backing uh, to back their currency, a, a system that has poverty that is just perpetuating. So the thing that they came together with was this. We're going to eliminate poverty that everyone will be able to have uh, basic necessities, universal basic income. Number two, we're going to eliminate human rights where people could be able to be free where they don't have to be subjected to the oppressions. And number four, that we will be able to um, um, uh, um, not be oppressed with uh, human, rights, uh, human rights violations. So that has nothing to do with our Congress or our Senate. This is a world thing, uh, making agreement with other people in the world because there are people that travel abroad. There's people that come here, and they want, this is why President Obama gave us the name African American. That way when we travel, they won't think you're Belizean or, or a Haitian. They'll know who you are. 
This is why you're going to get, all of us are going to get an international ID so they'll know who you are. So the point is this. If we are going to be able to get that universal basic income to eliminate poverty, my point is why isn't Trump referencing that? Yeah, but who's give it to who? Pardon me? Where's it coming from, the money? I just told you. I told you. Where? No, you didn't. I said you had a trust. I've been telling you guys that. I posted it a hundred times. Okay. Read what I'm posting, you guys. It's right there. I posted it five times. He's telling you. You have a trust that they never told you about. Okay, so. And it's not coming from a government. Okay, so I this is, it 50 times on this my is all the American gold that was retrieved out of... That has no... no. You're mixing apples with oranges. No. You, no. Is it? So no, where no, is, no, no. Let me explain. Where does no. trust money come from? I, where are they getting the money? Oh, God. Southern Tucker. I, I, I've, I've, you know what? I have posted that 50 times on my page. You I never told, told me the name of your group, Shirley. I, the one we're in. Go there and you'll see the Pope posted there three times. Okay, so you're talking about the messenger? That's right. If you read what he's told you, he told you that you are a corporation. He told you when you were born how they made a trust out of you. He right, told you, you know that. Okay, and he told you this is why it behooved you to lose a court because it judges an opportunity to abstract from your trust. Okay. He told you it was a trust they never told you about. Okay, that, that my trust, my personal trust. Yep, and, and you don't know about it. But, see, they're telling you that it's coming from the government because they don't want you to know. Uh-huh. That's where it's coming from. Okay. So All I'm right. saying it would behoove them to give people, just say, a senior citizen, people on Social Security Disability, that 500 or bring them up to the threshold of 1360 and the $1,000 for people in between, as a, it would save them a lot of money, even the government, as opposed to paying food stamps and Section 8, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. and they, at the end of the day, when you pass on, they still got the whole trust. I, now, how does this hook in with the Paris Climate Agreement? The, the Southern, please. I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I okay. just told you, you're going to get checks out of that trust, and it'll be coming to you. All that's tied in the Paris Agreement. Well, that's silly if it's the U.S. federal government. It don't have nothing to do with the government. This is a world trust, honey, for the world. Okay, so you're Get talking outside about of Vatican. the United States. This is the world. Okay, so the Vatican and the Bank of London. No, baby, no, 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 no. The trusts are in Indonesia. This is a world trust for everybody. Okay, so that's... You, your mind is just... This is why I have so much problem on Facebook, because everybody's just so consumed with the United States. This is bigger. This is the world. 208 yeah. countries. Yeah, I realize that there was a lot of gold in the Philippines. No. It don't matter about the gold. Forget the gold. That has nothing to do with this. Okay, well, I'd like to know the origin of things. It helps me to go research. And I just told you. 
That's why I told you guys, I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time, and if the eyes don't cut me off, I'm going to explain it one more time. The Pope is saying, when you're born, they set up a trust for you. There's sure, money I'm to here uh, yes. Okay. Thank you. Because uh, I, 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 you know, this rushed it because keep saying it over, and so they never told you about it. Now they're going to open those trusts. They have stopped the courts from being able. That's why he said he's going to shut them down. They can no longer penetrate them. So he's. They're going to give you some of the money out of your trust. Okay. And so, the money is not even here. The money is held somewhere else. But stop, forget forget about the United States. This is world. This is for everybody. Some countries have already started, all but here. Have a good night, bud. Okay, and so once they start paying you, that is your money. That's what we're trying to say. And what I'm saying is he doesn't want to say that because he knows that people are going to be mad that he is stopping them from getting their due. He just wants to reference the, the climate control. Well, you know, the thing is, the is we sh- if this is really happening, we should be able to get our own money from our own trust without any climate agreement. Well, it's all You don't need to sign a climate agreement to get back what was criminally taken from us. Well, if you want to go fight it, you go on by yourself, but I don't think you're going to get very much help on that. Number well, I'll not, support. I'm not going to agree Donaldson with Donaldson will get in a group with you, and I'll, I'll support. We need to form a group. Uh, I support okay, the caller who on. wants Let to do something about it. You come in, sir. Okay. Uh, uh, but my point is this. It's all tied together. You're not going to get one without the other. There's no reason to give you money if you're dying from the water <laughs> in the air. Oh, that's, Funny. You know, that's like blackmail. That's like, that's, that's like, that doesn't seem right at all. Oh, well, look, at what good is it going to help those people in Flint if they're dying? The water's bad. What good is it going to help those people up in Northern California? Well, getting the water's back bad. He isn't going to help them. Well, they're, yes, they do because they have technology that can clean the water. They just oh. haven't told you. Mm-hmm. They got technology that can uh, do a whole they're, lot of things. They're, just number they're criminally time. withholding it. They've been withholding a mm-hmm. lot of things. They got 5,000 inventions that they haven't told you about. So they're criminally withholding it until you That's sign right. on the dotted line. That's exactly right. They got 5,000 inventions. As a matter now, of fact, they got no. one that can make you look like you're uh, 20 in, years old again. It seems like a criminal thing, but it's actually... Um, just the way the law works, it's set up to be a, to to look like a criminal um, act. This is Donaldson here. I'm calling from Northern California. Hi, and how are you? How are you guys doing? Fine. And let me just say this: nothing's criminal. How is it criminal if the if the Constitution's been suspended? You have no laws. <laughs> well, that's what's criminal. You said well, the con- let, let, let me, the con- yeah the Constitution me, is not let me suspended. Let here. Yeah. Let me I'm say gonna... something here. You, you need to look oh. up the law of necessity. Thanks. They've been operating under this law since the Civil War. Necessity knows no law. Thanks. It's a maximum. Okay? A maximum? So, necessity. Spell it for you. You, mm-hmm. on my wall. Spell it for you mean maximum of law, right? 
No, no, it's a maximum of law. Mm-hmm. It's maximum. called the, uh, the, doc- the word necessity so they can look it up. I don't know how to spell the word. Necessity is N E C C E S S E T Y or I T Y. Necessity. N E C N E C E S S I T Y or something like that. Okay. It's called the the doctrine of necessity. You need there's a very very good. Uh, I I would post it except it's a PDF. And I can't post a PDF. There's a very good article out there written by the Judge Advocate General's Office, uh, right about. 1780, I want to say 1787, 1788. It's 90 pages, people. If you want to get a really good picture of what went down, that document right there is is him asking Congress and the President and everybody else for direction under the loss of necessity. This is a judge advocate of the United States General's Office. I, it's it's a it's an unbelievable article. Can you do me a favor and post the link of that? It's on my page. No 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 no. Let me find. Let me see if I can find it. No, 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 the, 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 in the chat window. No no. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the Wikipedia article. I'm talking about the the PDF. I let know, me see if I can to, find it. Okay. Post it, then I'll have it. I got you. You guys. On my page. But that's me, not, like I said. If okay, you want so what to read a good book that that explains everything that's going on, mm-hmm. get military, government, and martial law. That too was written by by a judge advocate general. Okay, and it's pretty. If you read it cover to cover, especially section nine, section nine tells you specifically in there that the laws are suspended under a state of war. They tell <laughs> you how they take your money. They, they tell you everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a damn playbook. Oh, but yeah. that doesn't mean that the Constitution is suspended. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You can't. Actually, wait, let me, wait, let me, wait, let me wait, help wait, you guys. Wait. Let me help you. Let, let, me, let me say my point, and then you guys can respond. Because I'm rebutting what you're saying. But, and here's why. In the Fifth Amendment, if you look, right, it actually states that we get the right to be free from non... I'm sorry, from incrimination, except during times of war or public emergency, Bingo. right? There you so go. Thank like you, sir. So, I don't even know yet. So what they're saying really is that they are using they are this is Donaldson. They are using the Constitution actually against the people. The common law is being used against every single one of us out here. And, and really, when it actually civil law applies to them, you know, so that stuff restricts the government. The Constitution works to protect private interests, you know, from government uh, interference, and it's been totally flipped around to, to the other way. But I have a folder I want to share with everyone, and I, while I'm getting responses here, I'll share that folder. Okay, go ahead. Sounds good. He, he, is, he is correct. A very few people have really read the Constitution. He's correct. That is in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, if you read your state constitutions, well I, and, well, I can't say every state because I've only read about 20 of them, and I found it in every damn one. All right? It talks the exact same thing, all right, except in times of war and, natural, and stuff like this. They, what they did when, they, when, when the, the Civil War, they put us under a state of permanent natural emergency. Mm-hmm. All right? They, did it suspend the Constitution? Everywhere except Washington, D.C. Sir? 
let me say something in response in response to what you're saying. I have yeah, doctrine of necessity. Right, I we got that. But I've literally called the police. Also, I've called directly to Homeland Security. I have called um, I've called numerous uh, agencies of the federal government as well as state and local government, and I've asked them all, right, if we are at in a time of war or a state of emergency. And did you know that none of them have ever been able to answer me? Well, of course. Because, They're pretty- no, because I'll tell you why. They have hid this damn thing so well, and it, it has been the elephant in the room for the last 150 years. Nobody knew about it. The people who figured this out back in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, okay, and I was there, all right, I'm going to tell you right now, when we figured this out, all right, things were put into court, into court cases, that they removed the court cases. There's, they don't want this coming out. See, if you read Army Regulations, 840, no, um, not 840-10, but 27-10, all right, Section 6 on military occupation, if you go read that section, every damn thing that, that uh, they're doing to us is in that section. It has your courts. It has your police. Uh, the, the fact that they're here to restore public order, which is all, all laws of public order crimes, blah, blah, blah. Give me just a second. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll throw, I'll throw the, uh, the actual thing out there for you. I got it here on, on, a, on a word doc. Hold on. A good remedy, Hold you guys. Let me, see, let me give you guys a remedy while he's doing that. Check this out, you guys. Uh, write the mayor, write the city officials, let, ask them if it's a time of emergency. If they don't respond back within, you know, whatever time frame you set, then guess what? It's not a fucking time of emergency, and your constitutional right applies. Fuck that. We got to use the civil law to your advantage. There's one catch there, okay? Now, in 1933, they threw a monkey wrench into this thing if those people out here who have read Public Law 73-10. A better oh, known as HDR 192. Right. It is treason for them to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is treason. And I have, I have been told this. They can't discuss mm. it with us. It is treason. <laughs> so if you're expecting somebody to commit treason, okay, <laughs> good luck. Oh, wow. Hold on one. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes, interesting. it is treason. Go read public. Go read well, public they may not be well, we can get an answer from them without even asking them, simply by writing a letter, letting them know that we believe that it is not a time of war, and, and they need to respond back within but, a certain but, time frame. Well, wait a minute. Let, yeah. me, let, me, let me throw this. I'm looking at it in you. Okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let, let's do a timeline here, and I'm just going to throw this out here. The Civil, the civil War created the 13th Amendment. Anybody ever really read it? It didn't free the slaves. It created a new form of slave called a criminal. Mm-hmm. Okay? All they had to do was make everything that you did a crime. The Labor Code did that form under Article 1536131. Go read Bouvier's definition of license way down at the bottom under international. Black's Law, second edition, uh, or license way down at the bottom. What does it say? 
it says that it is one belligerent licensing the trade traffic and travel and stuff or intercourse of another belligerent to ease the war. Bingo, okay. there's your tra- so there's sum your it licenses. Up. Sum it up for all of us. I think what you're saying is that we're under martial law. And we have been since 33. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know what? So I agree with this this because part of, part of the Libra Code states that it, martial law should be less stringent in areas fairly conquered. I don't know which article that is in there, but I'm sure you could probably quote it. And you know what? I believe that that's what we see in the cities, in major cities and towns throughout the, throughout the country, is when you see these huge police forces and they have the United States flag on them, the reason why they have the U.S. flag and not the state flag is because of martial law. It's because it's, less, the, the, it's more peaceful in that society. There's no rebellion. The moment rebellion starts up again, that's when the police force gets more stringent. You know what I'm saying? So if martial law will continue to get worse and worse, the more rebellion picks up and picks up. That, that is 100% correct. Nothing. The laws that have been working out, if you read that Libra code and you read uh, Field Manual FM uh, 27-10 and Field Manual 27-5, mm-hmm. all right, you, you'll see it. It's right there. It, I'm not telling you. I just posted it out there. Uh, Field Manual 27-10, Administration of Occupied Territories. Okay? It, it's just some, some stuff I pulled out of there. It's, it's mm-hmm. a word document. Except one thing. Right, so California's not involved in that, though, included in that, because it's joining the Union, check it out, in 1781, or was it, wait, no, 1879, when it actually finally actually was admitted into the Union under a treaty with the United States, actually, and what they did was, in order to do that, was give up access to, or claims to public lands. And therefore, they would be entered into the union on equal footing with the original state. So, at, so we're talking well, after civil, no. post Civil War. But here's here's the issue. One quick, what's one Somebody quick? put this on my phone. Hey, can Congress, you guys I don't know. Congress, no, I didn't. Congress has the authority to enforce post Civil War amendments, you guys, and that's what's interesting. Well, let me say something about that. Okay, California, I believe, was the southern state at the time. Hello? Okay, I want him to come in. Okay. Okay, go on. Come on in, sir. Thank you very much. You guys, whoever's talking, can you please put your phone on mute? We can hear you. Okay, hold on one second. I believe California, if I'm correct, uh, was a southern state at the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, southern, okay. the southern army... The Southern Army of uh, Virginia, I mean, the Northern Army in Virginia, uh, under Lee, surrendered to Appomattox. The state never surrendered. There is no surrender of the state government. There's been the, the problem. Okay? There's been the actual problem all along. They never surrendered. What do you mean, surrendered? Now, being the fact that. Uh, huh? What are you talking about, surrender? The states never. They never in surrendered. In the Mexican American no War? The state government. The Civil War, there was no state surrender. The only thing they have on file, and I have contacted the archives of Washington and everybody else, is least surrender document in Appomattox, Virginia. But California there came around in 1849 and, and, and 1851. That's right. They didn't surrender the government. Yeah, but they were part of the Civil War. 
Look up his but only as now. a free. Yeah, I but they weren't state yet. They were just a territory at that time, right? No, I think they were a state. No, no, they they actually acquired statehood in ni- in eighteen seventy nine, but they actually had their own constitution in eighteen forty nine, and in eighteen fifty one it was here. actually ratified. But go ahead. California has a very interesting origin, and one thing about California law is that the Bill of Rights does not directly apply to California or most states that were not in the original 13 colonies. And the only thing that causes the Bill of Rights of the Constitution, the federal Constitution, to be applied in all of the different several states is, guess what it is? It's the thing you're going to hate. It's the 14th Amendment. passed two militias. The first actual law of war was passed in 1775. 
All right, you can look it up. Okay. All right. All right. In, 19, in, 18, in 1891, 1892, Congress passed two militia laws, okay? One was creating the federal side of the militia, uh, and the other one was giving the president the power to call forth the militia <laughs> in 1792, all right? I would, I would stick a document out here on, uh, for you that's got all this stuff in it that I created, 60-something pages, but the, 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 uh, this little thing here won't accept it, all right? But I have a, all this on, on a, uh, a Word doc, including the fact that your courts down here are military courts. The Constitution okay. has authorized the creation of any civil courts in the United States. The inferior courts of the United States are all, all um, uh, military courts. Walk into any courtroom in this country. You're going to see an American flag standard. Don't go there with me. I'm so sick and tired. I'm hearing that bullshit, excuse my French, all right, about that being an Admiralty Maritime flag. Army Regulation 840-10 clearly tells you that that is a military flag flown indoors. The flag was created by Dwight D. Eisenhower in 1959 under an executive order. It wasn't authorized for civilian use under Congress until 1976 when they created a civilian flag, which is not the same damn, it's not the same flag. All right, the, the money created under the, uh, Title IV of the United States Code is not the same flag. It does not have the stripes, the, 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 the uh, gold fringe on it. That is a presidential commander-in-chief flag thrown indoors. If you go into any military commander's office, he's got the same flag. It's not admiralty. It's military. You'll find it in our Army Regulations 840-10. You'll find it in, our, in the Marine Corps Regulations. All right, there's only... Um, uh, 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 they, they, there's only four things, all right, <laughs> flagstaff yeah. heads that are authorized on any flag. One is the, the presidential eagle. The second is the is the uh, army military spear, which you'll see on all top of every state flag. There's the acorn, which is a marker flag, and then you've got the ball for outside flag. Okay. Yes, the law of the flag is a real thing, but only if you understand the language. I'm going to tell you right now, I think there is no law. There's a secret. Here's a secret. I agree with well, you. I, I, I'm, I'll make you a bet. I'll make you a bet. I want to cut you off. I'll make you a bet. Now, I'm Go not, ahead. I made Go this bet before. No, I've won. You. you walk in. I agree with you. Go ahead. You walk into any courtroom in this country with a pad and a pencil. You sit down in that courtroom, and you write down every law. Statutes, codes, and ordinances are not law. Every law that's quoted in that courtroom. They never use law. They're operating under public policy. They're operating under public order crimes, okay, and moral crimes. Because they're, they, they know the law is suspended. They know the law, okay? They know it. The statute codes and ordinances like two, have two problems, okay? One, there's no enacting clause on it. The second... All right. When they took it, and the statutes are large from Congress, which uh, you go look up uh, 1 U.S.C. 112, clearly tells you is, ev- is evidence of the law, and they codified it in 1925. All right. The, the prima facie of the 19, under Title 44, statutes are large, which Congress never passed, clearly tells you that the United States Code is prima facie evidence of the law and fully rebuttable. They did the same thing in the states. They took... The, the state, uh, the state, uh, uh, section laws of the state, 
and they codified them. Well, the second they did that, and took the, the enacting clause off of it, and they copyrighted all this stuff. Guess what, people? What? You don't really look at any law. You 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 got no law whatsoever, absolutely none. You go into any courtroom in this damn country, and I kid you not, I got a guy who owes me a thousand dollars sitting in California. He don't talk to me no more because he made a bet. Let me let me let me help you out. You guys, the reason so that did you know that there's the USCA, which is the United States Code annotated, right? Which is basically usually a red hardcover book. Okay, that you find at your local law library. Then, and there's a body called the United States Code. It's not annotated. It's specialized. No, I, I think I have the wrong word. The United States Code Service is, I think, what it is. And what they do is they go through the United States Code, law, the laws of Congress, after they have been passed, and they basically are supposed to rewrite it and codify it, right? And it becomes, once it's codified, it becomes, you know, the law of the land or whatever. But since there's these two selections of books, once you go to your law library, you'll see these two selections, and you'll say, well, it looks like the, the service, the set of black books, is dramatically smaller than the set of red books, which is the annotated. And that's because a lot of the laws have not been actually confirmed by the code service. That's so, right. They weren't codified. Mm-hmm. They That's haven't right. been actually oh. pro, uh, thoroughly checked out, basically. So that is true information. I actually I'll have to I can put a link in the chat room right now for, to show you guys the evidence of that. Pictures. Hold on. I'll tell you, oh, go ahead. I'll tell you a secret. Before the, a gentleman died, he was gracious enough by, to give me a book. This book was written pre-Civil War. It is the laws of the United States. Okay? It is about, oh, I would say two inches thick. Okay? That was the laws of the United States. You know what it says inside there that it is? The common law of the United States. Now, if you you think about what I'm saying, all right, of the United States, these states didn't have one. America, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah, the United States of America, but the United States. Do you know what the first chapter is? Yeah. All right. Con- um, um, shoot. I got it. It's locked away right now. Um, ju- uh, ju- the rules of grammar. The, the rules of grammar no, is probably not, the first chapter, right? And no. the definitions. No, it talks, it talks there about... Uh, this is a peace, and it talks about uh, peace officers and what they are, and it talks about juries, all right, and it talks about grand juries, all right, under the Constitution. And let me tell you something. I wish they'd like to get a hold of another copy, but the guy told me, point blank, he said he's had, this one was passed down to him from an old judge, all right, and he was a lawyer. But the cover's falling off of it and everything, but you you got to read this. Uh, if you guys want to get a shock and, and, and find out what is something that you won't believe, go to Congress' website, look up the annotated Constitution, download that thing, especially all right, Amendment 5 of the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. Read it. 
it tells you that these people are not supposed to be involved in a grand jury. That is strictly yeah. to the people. Right. Strictly to the people. Okay, fine. Okay? That's, yes, I know, but there's a remedy that, be, that, listen, just because they did that doesn't mean they didn't give you a way out. Well, they're not going to let you have that grand jury. Because That's the fine, second that grand jury way. set up, oh, what's that? Common law, contract law, and also rules of court. Once you, once well, a, you got one problem. Is, go ahead. You got one problem. Every state in Tell this country has passed a law. Like, um, let me think about. It. It's called. Uh, uh, I'll think about it in a minute. Basically, it what doesn't it matter is, because state it, statutes are not common law. Any leg, any, well, any state. Yeah, go ahead. Let the me only finish. common law. Okay. Go ahead. But, it's yeah. simulating a legal process. And what they're doing right now is they're arresting these people mm-hmm. who are trying to constitute these grand, these grand juries. So I, all right. Yeah, they did, it in, they did it in Florida. They did it in California, a bunch of other states. All right, because they're simulating a legal process. Under the current situation of war, these courts, all right, under the Army Regulations 840-10, guess what, people? They are non Political military courts. These judges yeah. never run. They never run as a Republican or a Democrat. I'll tell you somebody else that doesn't. Your sheriff. He's your county commander. Are the DA under, under the under the militia laws? Hell yeah, he is. Right? You, you know have he three is. commanders. <laughs> you have three commanders. United States President, Commander in Chief. State of state of your state of governor, commander in chief of the militia, and you elect your county sheriff. All right. Up until up and let me tell you how bad this situation is. I live in a state that was uh, became a state I think 1830. It, it succeeded from Spain 1837, 38. We had a sheriff in this state. Okay, in like 1839. Okay, or something like that. We didn't become a state until 1845. Now, when did the sheriff become a county sheriff? Are you sitting down? Mm-hmm. Eight, 1968, it went into the Constitution of this state. I have all six constitutions. There, was, there wasn't even law enforcement mentioned. If anybody wants to go back and read the definition of law enforcement in your Constitution... Under, and under the federal constitution, the president shall have the authority to call forth the militia to, to enforce the laws <laughs> of the United States. Yeah. There's your law enforcement people. Go back in your constitution. Find out who the militia is. It's you. No. No, no, no. The militia is not you, dude. Where did you get that? Really? Yes, it is. Really? In my state constitution, sir... Wait a minute. In my state Hold on a minute. Let me say something real quick. Let me say something. I'm going to help you, okay? It only means that it's you if you're a member of that society. You were born... Let's Wait a minute. Were... Stop no, right there. No, no, no. Stop right there, buddy. No. Hold on. You better back up. All right? You, you are the, in my state, it tells you clearly, all able-bodied inhabitants of this state are in the militia. There's where they're walking you. There's where these police, these sheriffs, got all this authority over you because there you look at any sheriff in this country, you look at police chiefs in this country, there were military stars. 
My, my sheriff has four stars on his collar. I nicked that guy last year, okay? I was close enough to, to hit him. That's how close I got to him. I'm standing there, and I asked him about it. You should have seen the look on his face. He's wearing four military stars on his collar. He is a, a general of this county. Right. Now, they're taking you into these military courts. You guys think they're Admiralty Maritime. You guys think all this. And that's why everybody's getting killed in these courts. <laughs> this has been their greatest secret. These mili- this whole country was set up under a man named John Knox. Now, if you, the, the, the theory is that, uh, from what I've read, and I, like I said, I've gone all the way back to the beginning of the first things that were passed by Congress in 1775. Can I ask you a question? Where did the, where did, how did the, where did the sheriff come from? Where, what part of history authored sheriff? The sheriff, they, they, this is the name, okay, this is the name that they gave to these people in the United States, all right? Because they couldn't, they wanted to hide the fact that what was really going on was the fact that these people that we were elected in these county officers called sheriffs, and they're called sheriffs now, all right, these county officers were actually the militia commanders of old. They don't want anybody to find out about this. People, they really don't. You want to know how bad this is? I have five copies going back 50, no, my mistake, 60, 70 years of military dictionaries. You're not going to believe what word is not, is not in that dictionary. Take a guess. What word? Civilian. Civilian. They got civil internment. They got civil disobedience. They got civil. Di- they don't have a word for civilian because there ain't none. And you think people think I'm kidding you? I'm not. There are no civilians in this country. The theory was that to prevent a standing army, they created an army of Minutemen. Okay, and what they did at a moment's notice, you were you were supposed to, if you read the militia laws. You were supposed to have a musket. You would have to have so many rounds of, of ammunition. You were supposed to have this, 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 and this. And you were supposed to be ready to fight for your freedom at a moment's notice. Yeah, but that's... Okay, fine, 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 fine. We're not arguing with you on that point. All I'm trying to say is this, and Mr. Excitement, I, don't, I think you should calm down a little bit, okay? But let me just say something. I don't like getting this excited. Here's the other thing. If you want to know where the sheriffs come from, go look it up on YouTube. It's got some good videos there. But you can understand... So what? You know what a shire... Go look it up on YouTube about the origins of the sheriff. It comes from England, and it's also it comes mm-hmm. from the word shire, right? Because they used to have shires, which yeah. basically communities, people that get together and form bodies of you know of you know community bodies that for protection. And so the sheriff actually came about um, because of that. And basically, the word reeve referred to a chief or leader. And the term shire described groups of hundreds of people band together, which is what we would basically call today a county. You know, so you have counties today, it's the same thing as a shire. So it makes sense that the leader of a shire was called the Shire Reeve, who was appointed by noblemen and kings to maintain peace and tranquility. This term eventually evolved into the modern word sheriff. But the reason why the mm-hmm. sheriff had now I'm not reading anymore, but the reason why the sheriff has no more has given up his power is the municipalities. 
Hello? Their own yeah, little... Yeah. Uh, yeah, right here. Hello? Uh-huh. We here? Hello. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, he, it okay. comes in under the... The, the local mus- municipality has authority, state authority. They're like um, an arm of the state. Hello? So, oh, yeah, I so can you can hear me, right, guys? Uh-huh. I can hear you. Okay. I don't know what happened no, to home, this other guy, but I think your phone was acting up, but... Here's we can hear you. The, the, the bottom line is this. Municipalities, office of sheriff. Go look at your local municipality. And what happens is the sheriff loses his ability to be able to make decisions under constitutional law be based on what's called deference. Comes mm-hmm. the arbiter of... Become the arbiter of whatever it is that the forward the judge is going to nation whether or not the municipality had authority to do. And I can't hear him. I can hear him a little bit. He said, "Become the arbiter of." That's all I heard. He's got a really bad connection or something. Maybe it's his song. All right. Anyway. So what I said was this. That the state becomes the arbiter, the judge becomes the arbiter of the claim of the state, because, and whatever you claim as well. But the, well, I forgot where I was going with that. What were you, anyways? Hey, sir, if you don't mind just well, coming in and filling in for me. Okay. Well, okay. Let me tell you something. I, I somebody I know, actually two people I know. All right. <laughs> this is almost hilarious. The guy went in and read his state constitution, all right? Now, listen carefully to what I'm saying. They're electing a county sheriff in that state, yeah. right? Yeah. There we go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, there's only one problem with that state. There ain't no sheriff listed in the constitution. He went down to the local sheriff's office, took the, printed out the copy of the constitution, all right, and he walked in the sheriff's office and asked the sheriff, all right, to see the sheriff. Well, this is not a very big place. So he got to meet the sheriff. And he asked the sheriff, he said, where do you get your authority? He said, I'm constitution like the sheriff. He went out the constitution on him and said, show me in the constitution. He said, because according to the constitution he's of this state, he said, we're supposed to have a peace officer. He said, you're right. not even mentioned in it. Why? Mm-hmm. And the, the sheriff had him thrown out of his office. <laughs> I think I hear what you're saying. It's just, it's like the California Constitution does not have a Second Amendment in the same way that yours does not have anything with, with regard to a sheriff. Mm-hmm. Right? No, mine has a sheriff on it. But the sheriff in, in oh, my it? state start, started at eight, about 1835. Mm-hmm. Right? But they were constituted okay. until 19, just, yeah, in 1968. Sir. I know, but your level of scrutiny is a little bit too deep for the people that, li- that are listening, the audience. Yeah, I know. I think let's, let's save our scrutinizing for, like, the courtroom, and instead of doing every fact-by-fact fact scrutiny, we just stick on one subject matter that everyone will – it'll help everyone be able to, like, grow together, I think, you know? Absolutely. It's pretty heavy, but let me do say this. I'm looking where um – they're going after, I told you they were going to go after, oh, a sanction. I'm not sanctioned yet. They're going to go after him. Uh, you know what? I'm going to believe maybe he is just a play actor. 
Maybe he is going to sign it. Maybe he is draining the swamp. He's just play acting with it. At least we want to believe it because I tell you, the people need, um, they need to be restored. The people need what, to be uh, Let me ask you a question, ma'am. Which people are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the people. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Whenever, when, when Trump said that, that on Inauguration Day, that yeah. was my big question. What people is he referring to? Exactly. <laughs> he says, we are one nation. I'm like, really? That's interesting. <laughs> I said, what? All presidents, when, you, when they say we are one nation, you know that they are feeding you horse shit. Think about that. Every state we is sovereign. A, we, we have not been one nation since like, since 1860. Yeah. Well, all that. Well, Civil War started. Let me just say this real fast, Southern. The first, I, I made this call because um, Trump is upsetting everybody, trying to descend from that Paris Agreement. <laughs> but I think he's going to do it. I'm seeing now they're going after a session. It does appear to me that Trump was put in there to go after certain people. Uh, to drain the swamp, I believe the investigation has been done. So maybe, maybe that was just a scare tactic. But it sure scared me. I'm going to continue well, to believe. Let me say this. Let her talk. I'm yeah. Going to continue to believe that the UBI is coming, and it has to come before July first. I, I I cannot see uh, them allowing this not to happen. Because July first, all the federal funding stops for social programs. What? Well. Well, so you got to understand the social... Wait a minute, minute Southern. I think this guy wants to ask you something. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. I was, uh, was going to ask her, uh, what's your name, ma'am? Yes, say good news. Uh-huh. Good news. Let me ask you this, good news. You said, okay, so that's that's the uh, that's the agenda to have all the state, uh, the federal funding end on July, yes, in July yes, or whatever. That's and you, right. that's what you said. Okay, I just want to make sure that you said that. And then also... You know, a lot of these places have um, like 30 years in reserves of money to be able to get by. This is why <laughs> sovereign, sovereign citizen cities are actually doing what they're doing, flying in the face of the, of the federal law. They're, they're saying, hey, look, <laughs> you're so hilarious, federal government. We've got CAFR accounts. You have no clue. We've been planning for this. We actually have been projecting out for this kind of thing. You know, like, we have some money. We don't necessarily need it. I think the pivotal question is, do we want to reveal to our constituents that we don't need federal funding? Ha-ha! No. <laughs> and they're, they're, no one wants to reveal that, which is why we see what we see today, uh, with, you know, acting, acting as if everyone's afraid of the government taking away the federal funding, when in fact... Your local fucking politicians are screwing all the constituents by hiking up prices on on t local taxes, and you know, and at, at the same time creating new taxes. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm but you see, what's happening? We're going back to the state rights, and I don't mind that. I'm just concerned about certain states because you see. Uh, when the states came in, they gave money to the states in order for them to uh, follow the guidelines 
and they gave them a financial incentive. Now that that money is going to be removed, well, I have to tell the truth. You talk about private enterprises. If they don't want to serve a person, they who can make them? I, in a way, I hate to say this, I see some Jim Crow coming back, not just with black folks, but poor white folks, Hispanics, and everything else. Right, and that. Well, okay, go ahead, sir. No, I, I want to hear you. So, Mr. Calcutta. Okay, on. let me. Let me. My, my name is Donaldson, and well, as as far as bringing back this old style of mm-hmm. of laws, what do you mean by Jim Crow? Just to be specific. In other words, if they don't want to serve you, they don't have to. If they don't want to right. hire you. That, well, I'll, let's be honest, okay? Let's be honest with each other, okay? Because let's, let's look at reality here. The government has no duty to serve private individuals. Right. Except for certain circumstances when it comes to slavery. They actually, the 13th Amendment actually allowed the government to create no, laws that would... No, 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 let's step back. Let me finish something real quick. Finish okay. the thought that the, the government can actually Im- interfere with private conduct, you see? No, 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 no. When, no, when no, slavery no, is involved. No, no, it's, no, that's wrong. Yeah, well, okay, well, you tell me how it's wrong. Okay, I'm going to tell you how it's wrong. After the 64 <laughs> okay. Civil Rights Movement, the states took over all the departments, education, housing, labor, those departments should have never been under the government, but they did it to ensure that there's equal treatment and, and how they incentivize it. They gave money to the states. Now, education, labor, all that's going back to the states. There will be no more financial incentive. So, therefore, they don't have to act before. That's the problem. I- I wish it was that simple, but it's actually more complex than that, I think. You no, know? it's but not. You're, because you're no, making no, a good no. point, though. No, I know what I'm talking about. In 1964, when the Civil Rights Act, that's when the schools went back under. You're talking about Brown versus Board of Education. All those, the state, uh, the, the federal government, to ensure okay, that the housing was right, and they, and they <laughs> had to act accordingly because they were getting federal money and they were being... Uh, say monitor, but now all those things are going to be the money right. is going to stop, and it's going back to okay. the state. So now, you know what? Okay, well, let, here, me, let me let me interject. States let me interject. Right. Look, listen to me real quick because I'm going to be making some sense here. If if they're pulling out their funds, okay, mm-hmm. because we choose not to contract anymore, then it's a contract law issue. Be- if if we're not agreeing with the contract it's anymore, it's not a contract to get to- law issue. No, honey. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, no, no. They've been talking about <laughs> this state- for 50. You're saying that the states have the right to contract with the federal government, and guess no, what? No. It's not right. That's not correct. No, 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 sir. You're no wrong. state is contracting with the federal government. They are in there there by oath and affirmation. It's not a contract. The well, people sir, are are. Yeah, go ahead. Can you can you listen for once? They yes, were having so many yes, problems in the 60s, the oh. lunch counters, the transportation, the schools. So, so many, uh, it was so pervasive. So then the federal government <laughs> had to step in because normally they don't step in, but if a situation becomes so pervasive, so the federal government said, well, we'll take over these departments and we'll pay the states to do right. Now it's going back to the states. That's what I was going to say. Even okay, though I got you. Back to state rights. Listen to where I'm going. Yeah. 
The federal government cannot come into states because states have rights. However, they can come in if the situation becomes so pervasive. It's civil yes. rights violation. That's the only reason. But these have cooled down, and now we're going to this global reset, and the states will be able to have rights. Government will save money, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. let's hope okay. that they don't use well, something else in the next 15 to 20 years whereby the federal government has to come back in because the situation is so pervasive and pay them. So my issue is this. We know that it was financial incentives that made them follow the law. Now <laughs> the money is gone. It's the truth. Are they going to treat the blacks? Are they going to treat the Mexican? Are they going to treat them right now? Okay. But in a debt society, did they really pay anything at all? So that comes back to the origin of, of why they're doing what they're doing with these acts from Congress. And it's all a big scam. I mean, there is no law in this country. You make a lot of good points, ma'am, and I love your call, but uh-huh. I don't believe in law in this country. I believe in being good to one another. I don't believe there was another. law either. I agree. I'm saying I believe in being good to one another, and that's my piece for now. But thank you so much for the time on their call. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let me say something here mm-hmm. to this. All right. Certain things Congress uh, and the United States government is responsible for under the Constitution of the United States. I, um, like I said, I, I've done the research all the way back to the beginning. One of them is the maintaining of the military in these states. Okay? They are, so these states are still going to get funding. Yes. Okay? They're going to be, be still be getting a whopping fund. I said, what, I said social well, programs. But let, let me finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> even social programs, okay, are under the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book. Of, I'm talking Southern. This is what the guy was saying. Don't get too complicated. We're talking to I'm not. I'm on, trying listen, to. Listen, I'm talking to people that's on Section 8, people that's on food stamps, people that's on WIC. Those programs. Don't lose <laughs> the issue. What about them, though? Okay, go ahead. No, those programs are cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted him to know that because he's going to talk about social programs, about military, and I don't think anybody on here is involved in the military. Most of these people are just regular people. They may have a daughter or a cousin that's on social programs, Section 8, WIC, things like that. They're cut. July 1st, no more money coming in for those. As a matter of fact, states have already been notified that they're going to be cut. Some people will not even get anything in the yeah, next see, month. That's so what I'm saying. Problem, reaction, solution. The states get it. The states actually ignore a problem. Then they're like acting like they don't know why they're having all these issues with 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 rebellion and crap. And then the federal government can come in and and act like the goddamn saviors once more. And I really think that what what you're talking about right here, and the states are acting like victims, right? Mm-hmm. It's a total act. Right. It's a total act. They're, the states mm-hmm. are all franchises of the federal government. They all have right. EIN numbers. Wow. Right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Let me say something to that. Okay? The states are, uh, yes, you are correct on that. Okay? But what happened in 19... you got to understand what happened that caused us to be in this. When the stock market crashed in 1939... Okay, let me go back. No, no, okay. no. I'm not going back. No. 
Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, Why did you have me on the call? Because Let's hear him for a little bit. Let's hear what he has to say. What do you yeah, think? Just I a little don't bit. Lose the people. Nobody's here about thirty. These people want their money now. Half these well, that, that, that. Let me let me finish. Half these people weren't even born in nineteen thirty. That's why I said let's keep it simple. And I said we're going yeah, to be make simple, sure yeah. that not only simple. We wanted to make it narrow. I didn't want to go back to the 30s and the 19, the 1800s. People are starving today. We need to talk about what's happening today. So now we know, because you know for sure, in your state, <laughs> people haven't gotten a check since February. I mean, excuse me, December. We know your friend lost his two months ago. Okay. Uh, I'll come to your oh. rescue, bro. Listen to this. Lady friend, I don't know your your call or whatever, but those people who get cut, they need to go out and start their own jobs or businesses and stop being reliant on other people unless they well, have a disability. Of all, I think you're out of line. You because know? first of all, you had heard what I said. See, I've never been on welfare, but I don't put people down who do because let me say this. And I'm not putting them down. They, no, let me say this. I want you to hear me. They might be a little smarter than us because guess what? We're not paying it. I'm tired of people saying your tax dollars. Your tax dollars, you read that paper, it doesn't even go to anything. It goes to the Pope, the Pope to the Queen, to the Queen, to the bar, to the judges. That money is coming out of their trust. They're just well, hard you? enough to be getting their money out of their trust. But what they've done, they made you and I think, oh, they work, they're making money off of taxpayers' money. It's never been taxpayers' money. That's why it's in That's right. You go back and read what the Pope said. These people, are, we have not paid for these people to be on Section 8 welfare. That money has come out of their trust. It has nothing to do with you and I, but people like you or others. Are I hear what you're saying now. Okay, yeah. I apologize. I didn't, I, no, no, for a no, minute, no, I... No, 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 I don't want yeah. you to apologize what I want you to do. This is what I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. Go read the article. No, I, and you're I going get to get it, a though. whole different take. Every, in other words, you're saying they've been keeping everybody in an incompetent status or yeah. bankruptcy. See, bankrupt. There's three ways that you can actually have uh, be, be determined to be a decedent. Like you have an estate to where someone else could come up and administer it. And one of those ways is being bankrupt. Either you're bankrupt, you're an incompetent, or some sort of criminal or something like that. You no, know, they just or, know or that, dead. no, no, they dead. no, baby. Listen, they just never told you. That's why when you read it, that's why I say it's incumbent go on everybody to read it. What he's saying is this. When you go, and he's saying it, despite what you say, Southern, I mean, yeah. uh, um, Mike, what, what, what they're saying, when the judge says to you, do you understand it? You said, yes, you just gave him authority to go into that trust. And you never knew about the trust. And so what they've done mm. here on this in this country, when you get something, oh, socialism, oh, they're just lazy. They're getting money off our tax money, and neither one of them are true. It's been right, so you disagree with trust. the rules of a trust law. Some of the rules of trust law have to do with beneficiary rights to know what's going on. And well, what, if, if you didn't know about it, that's a different thing. Here's what I'm saying, though, is that in trust law, oh. if you're a beneficiary, you don't, they don't, the trustee does not have to tell you what they're doing for you. But you have to why. know about the trust. How are you going to do anything if you don't know anything about it? Well, if you're deemed incompetent. But no, then, baby, then, go read it. No, I don't yeah. want to debate with you. Go read it. 
What you read? What? What am I reading? I told you go on the group and read the Pope. You'll see him. He told you. Which group? Which group? Sorry. Are you in the group that we're in for our time? It's, it's you mean talk to? Well, I'm on TalkShoe, but not on any other group. I actually came into the call because I thought it was an interesting okay, subject Okay, well, matter. somebody can you uh, post that in the link so he can see it. Or either what you need to do, I'll tell you what you not, might want to do. Or pull it. It says, the Pope destroys all corporations. And he's going to have on a white coat. All and, you'll see, and, and keep in mind that you and I are the corporations. See, you have to know something. Hell no. You wait, wait, hold on a second. I, I I directly challenge what you're saying right now, and I hope you give me the leverage and the latitude okay, to explain why. Right. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. I bet you money right now that you are a person who believes that your estate is a separate legal person and that they are administering that separate legal person without your permission. I bet uh-huh. you money that... That's what you That's believe. What he How said. much does he have to lie? That is not true. Okay. Well, then you go on <laughs> to the post. No, I don't have to. You know why? I, I've seen the case law. I actually put the link in your chat room already. Anybody that's been on the call long enough. Yeah, but the I case can... law is not telling the truth because they never told you. That's why. Man, look. Let me, say let me, say let me, let me read something. Let, let me read something to you really okay. quick here. Let me read well, something. Well, let me just say this real fast. Go ahead. Go, go this ahead. This is go the ahead. time of disclosure. Everything they must, everything must be revealed that they've been keeping. Mm-hmm. Everything. That's why President Obama did all these investigations. That's why you're seeing a lot of people in authority come down. They're telling right. they, they may have made case law and this and that, but they never disclose the truth. Listen, sweetheart, let me, let me tell you something, dear. I, I, I understand your concern, okay? And here's the real reason why this breaks my freaking heart, okay? Right. I, I know what they're doing. They're actually world. They, the reason why they want to go to war is because they can't wait till more innocent people die, because all those people have been signed up into the system and they have these estates, but they're not dead yet. And so once they're dead, they don't have wills, and the state can come in and claim property and, ma- and make money off of dead people. It's sick. It's necrophiliac type shit, you know. And 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 I swear to God, people need to wake up and fucking realize what the hell is going on and well, come let correct. Me, let me tell you what. <laughs> Me and this guy have the one on the phone. Uh, when you die, uh, we have the paperwork that the state sends there anyway, and they become the beneficiary. We have the actual paper. Listen to this. Here's here's a direct quote from this case about the word name. The name. It says the estate of a decedent is not an entity known to the law. It is neither a natural nor an artificial person. It is merely a name to indicate the sum total of the assets and liabilities of a decedent. The right. sum total the sum total of the assets and liabilities of a decedent or of an incompetent or of a bankrupt. But sir, that person knows that they have the, the trust. That's why they're in no, court. So it's not just a decedent, though. It's but of I'm an incompetent you, and you don't know a about this. bankrupt. But so remember the you, bankruptcy you, that happened in 1933 with yeah, America? You, you're missing the point, sir. <laughs> okay. You're making an issue about a case that went to court about somebody in their trust. The guy gets it. Okay, I think he gets it. the guy understands that he has a trust. I got that. 
But we're talking about people that's walking around every day who haven't a clue. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. They don't know about it because that's what the Pope is trying to tell you. They never told you. Well, that's yeah. That's how that case became a case because this person was aware. I got to trust. I'm taking this to court. I'm going to sue blah, blah, blah. So, so the Pope know, is trying to take credit for a bunch of patriots no, on the not. Internet, yo. No, I, I learned this stuff way before the Pope said it. Yes, okay. he is. He's being right. a schmuck. Let's, okay, let's, let's move on. The Pope has been a schmuck, and I'm saying it on on this call. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, like I said, I'm going to listen to what he says. Um, uh, Southern, and you know the guy that we know who was able to shut his down for his children. So we know there's one that exists, but you have to know about it. And how can you go to the court and make a case if you don't know about it? You have to know it exists. And he's telling you. You never, the true beneficiaries never knew. And that's when he took the immunity. And if you go read it, I think you'll love it. Uh, okay, he's you're talking you about remedy. tolling. You're, in, in the statutory world, you guys, what she's saying is tolling, tolling the statute of limitations for, for yeah, disability. There's no limitation. Let me say this to you. When him and President Obama oh, removed the immunity, he allows you to go back retroactively. As a matter of fact, when the law came into effect 2013, September 2003 of, of 2013, they went back to Germany, mm-hmm. and those guards that were still alive, they created human rights violations against those prisoners in those Nazi Germany camps. They were convicted. They're going all the way back. Now it allows them to go back retroactively, so there's no statute on human rights violations. That's why I said you need to go read it, honey. A lot of people don't even know okay. that. That's why I was getting so angry on the Facebook, because they don't get it. They just had a judge in the state of Texas who, at that time, he was a deputy DA. He was held exculpatory evidence. guy was in jail for 20 years. They removed him from the bench, and he went to jail 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what well, I got I'm some... saying to you, Yo, and go I'm ahead. to everybody, mm-hmm. anybody who had human rights violations, <laughs> this is what the man's been telling you. And if you had human rights violations, you can go back retroactively and go after the person. Okay, here's how. Let me say this, and I'm gonna get out of here. I got some. I gotta go to the cafe real quick and okay. set up my music there. But listen to this real quick, you guys. There's no law, and really, it's up to you to be a good person in this world, okay? And and not rely on the law to be a good person. And the reason why I can say that is because, first of all. You are of the intelligence to where you can read and write. If you're listening right. to this call, there's a good chance that you can read and write also. And the good thing about that is that you're, you know, your intelligence constantly grows. You will get better and better and smarter and smarter the longer you're alive. Language is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And the, the English language and is what we have learned when we're growing up. And they're in law right their legal society teaches the lawyers that syntax arguments right are a valuable resource when it comes to winning a case mm-hmm. when i say syntax i'm talking about the words written on the paper and the the way the meaning that you get when you place the words next to each other or if you choose not to or you place different words you know what you know, there's a thing, there's a little 
But, but let me ask you a question. Let, let me see. Here's the reason why I'm saying there's... everything wrong? If it's Latin. A well, it's because it's up to you to be a good person. But how do you no, know if you've been indoctrinated with it? Well, here's the thing. If I sit here and rely on everything that I've learned from six years of law studies, going to the law library every single day, making copies, rewriting uh-huh. books and stuff, transposing books, right, into, you know, in, so I can listen to them in audio. You can't find some of the books, so I just have to write the whole thing over, right? So I rewrite the whole book. You've got people my, that let me finish. do anything. Let me, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish my sentence here, because you're going to get something out of this, I believe. I don't think so. <sighs> I, th- I think so. I think so. I really do. The interruptions aren't helpful, but well, I mean, I to be honest. people need to know the truth. Well, I think people do know the truth already, know, and you're underestimating their, the their abilities. Tell, no, no, no. Why would they tell you yes. the truth? If they told you the truth, they wouldn't be able to control you, would they? Listen, my point being that there's no law... You are smarter than that. If you sit here and tell me that you understand every single word on the paper that you read that says, hey, the law says this, mm-hmm. the law says that, guess right. what that means? That means you agree that the words on the paper in that order mean that, and that, that that's a contract. So you have a language contract. Even before any argument of statute, whether it applies or this or that. Well, I don't, but let, have, let me just stop you here because that's not what I'm well, Go ahead and stop me. I, I'll well, say this. I don't believe nothing. But I'm telling you, there is no law. And if you want to talk to me, my name is secondsonofdonald at gmail.com. You can email me, and we can talk directly. Anyone can call me or email me, secondsonofdonald at gmail.com. What's your email? It's secondsonofdonald at gmail.com. Okay. And you can call me uh, also at uh, 415-286-2412. And we can talk about there not being any law. Yeah, there's law for stupid, stupid people. People who I agree, there's no law. I do agree with that. I agree. Well, there's with something. That. There's something I that binds the civil authorities, in, and that is law for them. But for you and me, it's it doesn't exist because we have no employment contract with the government. Why well, I don't care about all the we have to I do is go be good people. It. That's it. Well, you see, I, I you into all the you see, what is it? Uh, what is that? You, what is that? What is that? UCB codes and all that. I'm not into all that. I'm just saying it's no law because it's suspended, and I just think we need to be reeducated. Well, well, did you understand what I said when I said there was no law? Why yeah, did I say that? Yeah, I talked about the contract and the UCB codes, and I, I'm not. No, 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 no. That's not at all what I said. I'm talking about syntax. Do you know what that is? And you're talking about contract law. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Okay, wait a our, minute. Hold up. Hold our up. agreement, hold up. Hold up. Hold our up. agreement hold up. Hold up. to talk to each hold other peacefully up. is a wait contract. A this is my call, and I want yeah. to get back to the issue at hand. And these people are here about the UBI, and we don't want to get too far. Well, talk to you offline about the contract. So right now, I'm just saying though, back. you're I, you're I relying on a lot of really um, weak I sources. That. They'll call you. Let me finish this call here. We'll talk about contract and the syntax offline. This is not what this call is necessarily about tonight. Not at all. But I didn't get to finish the point, but that's okay. Sure, okay. no problem, ladies. Wait a minute. A captain, yeah. are you here? A captain may have left because we got mm-hmm. you off subject. 
Off subject? No way. We were way on it. No, no, no. We're on the subject. The subject, the subject is they can't do what they're doing sir, to you. There sir, is no sir. law. Sir, they can't do it. We, I, we got that, but that. Well, not, they can't do it. I understand that, but that wasn't the purpose of this call today. <laughs> well, what, what's the answer to you? Don't you want an answer to the to stopping? No. The, the, Tonight we're trying to find out if these people are going to get their UBI. They'll get it if they know how to do it and they listen to Donaldson. Because I got the remedies. Oh. Sir, I, okay, thank you. I appreciate you, but I, we're kind of getting off track. Thank you. That's fine. So what's your call about then? I, I'm trying to talk, if you let me. Okay, so right. guys. Hold on, let me mute Southern. out. Let me mute out. Hold on. Thank you. Southern. I got you. you. Think, Mike, do you think, what do you think about this UBI? We got two off track. And the Centrex law and contract law, I just want to stay focused. And so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to uh, call what you call it and put him on real fast because we got two frog track. I'm sorry, you guys. Didn't mean to get that frog track. But um, let me see. Mm-hmm. UBI. Okay. What is UBI? You guys, okay. I just need to know. What are you talking about? Uh, Universal basic income. Yeah. Okay, so look, when you're talking about UBI, no, that's, sir, sir, that's sir, a general term. Sir, I'm going to ask. That's a general you to term. Sir, I'm going to ask you to stop. To stop okay? asking questions? Uh, we're not. I'm going to mute you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Robin. No, I have nothing to say. I was just telling okay, you. Okay, let me call somebody because I think we got far off track. Uh, that's not where we want to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm in. I'm interested in what he's saying, but I don't want to take the people off track. Right now, people are hungry. And people want to know how they're going to make it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to call this person and ask him to call back in and so he can give us a few words here. I want to stay on track. For some reason, I'm sorry, you guys, didn't mean to get off track, but sometimes it kind of goes that way, especially when we're talking about... Tell us about this. Yeah, especially when we're talking about law. And I know uh, I have a lot of other people on here that I know personally who are really not interested in that. Not that it's not interesting, but uh, right now, that's not what I, um, that's not a current event necessarily. So I'm going to call him and ask him to call back over here. So hopefully we'll be able to, um, we'll see uh, something. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, I'm asking to call back over here. Okay. Hey, uh, call back over here. I'm sorry. We uh, didn't mean to uh, uh, talk about that too long. Call me back. Bye. Okay. Sorry. But anyway, I had to call him. So, um. Mike, are you still on the phone? Hello? Are you guys still here? I did. I, I think it might have ended. Okay. Let me dial him. Hold on. Can you hear me, Robin? Yes, I can. Okay. I, 
Let me call this person. Hold on. Hello? Hello? Robin, are you still here? I am here. Okay, hold on. Let me try. You know what, Robin? Yes. Can you hear me? For some okay. reason, it won't ring. But anyway, ask me some questions. I'm going to try them again. So he can, maybe he might have talked to some of his intel from overseas. Well, you know, I was just looking at, um, well, I'd just like to know where this UBI would come from. That's and I told you already, it's coming from your trust. That's in Indonesia, not that one, but okay. there are over 300 trusts. I don't and know which necessarily which one they're going to take from. I Nobody would know it that. It must be the Philippines, not Indonesia, because that's where I heard <laughs> the gold reserve was kept. Um, it's not? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, call me back over there. Bye. No, but uh, no. Uh, they have over three. 300 trusts, honey. So I can't tell you which one they're going to extract from. I don't know. Well, we got to be able to find that information. Well, I don't know how because they probably don't know. They might just be taken from different ones. We don't know. And I'm not going to have time. You could look for it, but uh, time is of the essence. These people need to get paid next month. And I don't think we'll be – I don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking over the numbers of what it would cost if it came from the U.S. government, and we would be looking at $3 trillion a year, which that just isn't going to work. So it's got to be a different trust somewhere yeah. else. It can't be the federal government. It's got to be well, a private trust. Yeah, well... Uh, well, $3 million is not a lot when they found the Walter funds. That's $27 billion, trillion. I'm sure you probably don't know about that one either. That's no, the Walter funds, the Walter Reagan funds. You guys need to look that one up, W-A-N-T-O-N. Oh, okay. But that, no, I guess I couldn't find that on the Internet. Yeah, you can, Reagan Walter funds. Okay, now I did find something on that. That's right, and they uh, just found twenty-seven trillion, and and he and, and uh, Trump asked for one trillion for infrastructure. When truth be told, the whole twenty-seven trillion is supposed to go for infrastructure. So even if it's three trillion dollars, 
That's really nothing because you got $27 trillion sitting up there. That was, that's been for the people. And that's just one. <laughs> got so many links up now. I'm getting... Yeah, so they they got so many. So trying to uh, dig. I, I personally speaking, I don't think people would care where you came from, as long as they are able to pay their bills. Well, sure, uh, of course. Yeah, I think people right now are so destituted. Yeah, and, uh, and right now, Trump is holding everything within their hands, his hands, rather. And I think this is a terrible blow. And here's hoping that um, here's hoping that uh, uh, this is just a ploy that he is going to sign. He said he'll know in a few days. I'm praying that people will get something. I'm just surprised that the progressive liberals aren't all over this because certain things they can't talk about. Well, they're just people like you and me, you know. Yeah, but there's certain things, no, they're not. Because this one, the confidentiality, no, they're not. Did you hear uh, the guy tell you earlier certain things they couldn't talk about as treason? Oh, well, yeah, but I'm just talking about common people that are progressives, you know. I'm not talking about... Well, a lot of common people that call themselves progressives don't even know about this. Yeah, I have I have never heard of this being attached to the climate agreement. I know because uh, most people didn't know about it. But the thing is, is it really is unfair to attach it. It has nothing. No, to do no, with but but why? Because this is for the world. No, it's still it should be separate because the money belongs to us. No, the money belongs to the world. Well, that's what I'm saying to the world. And 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 and, 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 and human rights violation yeah. belongs to the world, as well as uh, 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 eliminating poverty. Yeah, but still, you're you're everybody's doing it out of the goodness of their own heart. They're doing what? Everybody wants to do it and not have a government over over um, uh, being over watcher of making sure that we do certain things, you know, I don't think that that's necessary. Well, I do because three over 200 countries signed it. We're the only one acting crazy. Nobody well, else is having a problem, just us. This, when we've had governments that have kept us from accessing free energy, cancer cures, all this stuff has been held back from us. But no, it has been held back from us. It's been held back from you and I. They've had it. Exactly, they've had it, and they still have it. But that's your. But that's your government. They have it. It's not like other countries had it and was keeping from America. America's had it. They just kept it from the people. Yeah, I. I honestly think that it's I've got a bad taste just because they're attaching what is rightfully ours, our trust. Well, you each individual like that trust on your own. I don't see. hold away from us, and we've I got to sign this agreement. Okay, well, I think Captain's here. Go on, Captain. 
Hey, Shirley, thank you. Hey, how you doing? She, she, okay. uh, her argument is that she don't believe in the uh, uh, Paris Agreement that they should have attached climate control, uh, human rights violations, and the uh, economics altogether. It should have been separate. Uh, uh, and my argument is that it's for the world. Okay, okay let me say this uh, uh, for everybody to understand. The Paris Agreement is a worldwide uh, agreement. And what that means is well over 200 countries around the world have signed an agreement. And uh, Donald Trump is trying his very best not to go along with that agreement. Um, uh, What the situation is, President Obama did sign the agreement when he was there. And Donald Trump wants to go against that. Now, it's going to be very hard for him to go against it because what that is is the humanity uh, uh, programs are, all, are, are basically all tied up in that program. That's all in okay? the humanitarian. Right. Right. right, humanitarian programs are tied up in, in that. And that's for the entire world. Not just for the United States, but the entire world. That's what UBI. Everything, honey, everything. Right, everything. UBI. Right. If Donald Trump signs that climate agreement, every individual in this country is entitled to UBI every month or every week or whatever, is that what you're telling me? Yes. Uh, what that means is uh, it was President Obama who signed the press agreement, not Donald Trump. Right. Donald Trump was trying to go against it. But go against it. He cannot. Ratify it. About, it's a treaty. It's okay. not a treaty. Well, then it's nobody not, is told it, to it. I've said that ten times. People, it's not a treaty. It's well, not then nobody is really held to it. Okay. 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 I've said it ten really? times and you're not hearing it. It oh, is, oh, let, me, let me explain it one more time. It is not a treaty. I hear it's you. That means it, that it, it is not. It's a volunteer thing. Listen, it's a volunteer. But you say you hear me, but you keep saying it. It's a volunteer thing. Okay. Every country respects every country and trying right. to clean the air for the world. Okay. Right. So where in the treaty or in the agreement, where is it written that we get this UBI payment. You have to find oh, it. Okay. Got about tw- uh, oh, you oh, have. Okay. Why is well, okay. Where okay. is it? Listen to me. Listen to me. That, no, let me uh, explain. It's easy it for me. You know where it is. I, I, no, I don't. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, well, then somebody. It's over 100 variations. I had another group, and the girl had it in there with Moon speaking. I have to find it. You have over 100 variations. Okay, well, somebody's got to find it. That's a big deal. Oh, I don't know. The right. Close the group down. I have to talk to her. I don't All know right. where it is, Listen but if you want to, you stuff, to I've given you guys where to go. Just go through the 100 variations until you see Moon. In this moon is by November the 4th. Right. That's the I can tell in you. Per- okay, go ahead, Captain. Go ahead, Captain. In the current agreement, what that is is simply uh, restructure for highways, uh, the streets, uh, uh, jobs, I mean, uh, uh, everything is tied up into that. 
uh, climate change, all that's tied up into it. And Donald Trump want to go against that. Right. He'd be be very foolish to go against it because it means jobs, jobs, jobs. And that's what it means. I guarantee you he's not going to go against that because it's jobs, jobs, jobs. What did he talk about? Jobs. And I guarantee you he's going to come back and say jobs. Okay? He's not going to go against that because jobs are tied up into that. All around the world, including the United States. Yeah. Okay? Well, it's an agreement, so it's not bound by law. So I don't know. i got to see it in writing. you got to find okay. this. Okay. Y'all find how it's written. Y'all let me, uh, uh, first of all, let me say this. Uh, this, is just, this is just not United States. This is worldwide. Yeah, I okay. know. That, I'd still like to and, read it. And well, it's I, not we like told you where it was. <laughs> I, I said it five times. You know, wait, wait, wait. All I can say is Paris. Wait a minute. Get on the Internet and look up Paris. Yeah, but, but there's a there's a hundred different variations. The one that she wants to see, the one I promote, is the one where you have Moon actually speaking. That's the one because he's explaining everything. And he was speaking uh, in, uh, what was it, Hong Kong, and then it was being aired at the UN in New York. That's the one I think is more prevalent because it explains every question that she's asking, in my opinion. Okay, so do you have the name of that conference so I can... No, I just told you, honey... You just have to go through them. A, a lady found them and she put them in the room. I don't know where it is. Okay. Go go, okay. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and look up Paris Agreement. And I guarantee yeah, you but that, find it doesn't it. explain everything that she wants. See, he goes oh, okay. into the money and everything. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's the only one that I've seen because I've uh, tried okay. to look. I can't find. I got to talk to the lady. And I'm ask a really her. good researcher. I'm sure I'll find it. Yeah, find yeah. it. Because, uh, 200 of them. I don't, I cannot tell you exactly, um, you know, uh, which one, because there's so many of them. But you want the one where Moon was speaking, and it's going to be a lot of pages, and you go all the way to the bottom, and you'll see his video. Because I've already searched, I cannot find it. So I'm giving you, I think, uh, um, um, Enough to go on. Okay, I've got the full text of the Paris COP21 Climate Change Agreement. Yeah, but you want the final one. So you want the one November, after November 4th. A lot, that's why I say it's a lot of variations. Okay, yeah, this one is uh, December 215. Right, that's why I said you have to find the, vari- the right one. Okay, okay so go we'll ahead, talk- Captain, because I know you don't have much time. Go ahead. Captain? Are you there? Okay, can you hear me, uh, Shirley? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, Trump's days are numbered. Uh, his days are numbered in the White House. Uh, Trump is suffering from dementia, and uh, that's a very serious disease. Uh, uh, a good example of that 
is that tweet that he tweeted out at 5.30 a.m. in the morning about Kafisi, uh, whatever that means. I have no idea what that means. But he's actually losing it, okay? And some of his top aides know that he has dementia, okay? So his days are numbered. And uh, uh, his uh, brother-in-law, no, his son-in-law is in trouble, mm-hmm. okay? And so is Ivanka Trump. Those two are both in trouble. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if if uh, Jared steps down in July because of the of the uh, uh, possible indictment oh, that may take place. Uh-huh. And uh, there's going to be indictments. I guarantee you, Donald Trump you is going to Donald Trump is going to be forced to resign because of some things that was happening. Donald Trump has violated the RICO law. If everybody just don't know what the RICO law means, is that uh, involves banking, money laundering, uh, drug trafficking, human trafficking, uh, child molestation. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So he violated all those things. And and that's why he's going to agree to step down. He's, he's not going to be impeached. But he's going to be agreed to step down. I guess we'll see. Yes. It'll be a show. It will be a show. Uh, uh, there's so much. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you uh, the situation that this man is in. And uh, he does some things that, that totally, you know, uh, uh, outrageous. When he was over in, uh, over in Italy, I think it was in Italy, don't no, get into that stuff you told me. Please don't. About what the wife, uh-uh, no, leave that alone. No, 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 no. I'm saying okay. that when they had the uh, the G7 meeting, when they had the G7 meeting and when they were posing for pictures, uh, Donald Trump did something very unusual. Uh, in order for him to get to the front, what he did was, instead of saying, excuse me, can I get to the front, what he did was, he pushed a prime minister. Uh, I thought that was great, though. <laughs> I cracked up. I mean, I was surprised. How, I was very surprised that uh, the prime minister didn't say anything to him. But he pushed his trunk. He shoved him. I thought that him. was great. Yeah, and Donald Trump, what he did was he got to the front, and then he pushed his coat, you know. So what I'm trying to tell you guys, this man is, is really unstable. Yeah, and we think it's cute, but other leaders didn't think it's cute, and we're losing favor. Yes, yes, very much so. Because he's doing some things that that, uh, that even his own followers, his own supporters, supporters. Are, are losing faith in yeah. this man because he's, just doing, he's doing everything the opposite. He's saying he's going to come in and drain the swamp, and what, nobody... That can, okay? Nobody. He's not the great swamp. He didn't do none of those things. Well, he's draining it. He's going, well, I look like they're going to come down with sessions today. But my point is, whether he drained the swamp or not, I haven't seen him get one person the job. And Lord knows, uh, uh, I haven't seen him do any real thing that he said he was going to do. If anything, he's helped the employer. They don't have to pay for uh, overtime anymore. Exactly right. That's what I'm talking about. 
so you know helping uh, rich people and uh, self-employed and business owners. I haven't seen them help the real people yet. Well, it's going to drop working hours, the work week down to thirty hours. I mean, no one's going to be doing overtime. Oh yes, it is because you see, it, it becomes a law that full time is thirty hours and. Uh, well, that's the only ones that work overtime, but everybody else is 15 if it, hours. If it's, true, if it's true that it's going to turn into 30-hour work week, right, but, then but you the point is, why you, you decided that it. you'd make this law where you didn't have to get paid for overtime. But you know, no, because you see, remember, see, you're thinking like it is now. Yeah, let's I think, am. Okay, let's think how it's going to be. Now, full-time as they say, it's not even going to us. It's going to go to foreigners because they're going to have to pay for their own medical and dental. Americans are not going to get 30 hours. So they tell you your job is 15 hours and they work you 20, they still only have to pay you 15 hours. See, that's going to be left up to state rights. What they're essentially doing, they're uh, nodding and uh, winking their eye, trying to show the states in the way they should go. This is what they're doing. Just for example, when we looked at that law that I put out there with the police, that's just a wink and a nod to tell the states how they should go. They're hinting to them how yeah. they should go. So, is that uh, to affect July 1st? Uh, the hours, as far as overtime, that'll go on July 1st. However, the cutting down to the 30 and the 15 will start the first of the year. So those people that are still working today, 40 hours, and they depend upon overtime, they won't be getting it. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So I'm just letting you know uh, that uh, as far as the 30-hour work week and the 10 to 15 hours, that will go in effect the last of the year. But don't say that, uh, well, if they work 10 hours, they won't be working overtime anyway. Oh, yes, they can, because they could say this is like a job, 15 hours, that's what you're guaranteed, but anything you work over 15, they don't have to pay. See, that's a wink and a nod. Oh, that's not right. Yeah, but see, the states may adopt that. There's a lot of things we're going to see that's not right. It's not going to be right that... I hate to say it, that certain people won't be serviced. Yeah, we're going to have to get ready to help a lot of people, too. Yeah, and we're going to have to start because becoming you know self-sufficient. Your family is going to be in your hands. And we better get self-sufficient and open up our own facilities. Yeah, we've got to start helping our own people. I agree. And that's, what, that's the angle that I'm trying to look into, because they can easily tell you, uh, this hotel is full, or uh, the waiting time to get in this restaurant is going to be two hours. What can you do? That's not right, but, hey, states are going to have rights, and they're no longer being incentivized by the federal government to get the federal funding. Yeah, I hear you. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be in some trouble, and it's, it, I don't think it's just going to be blacks. I think it's going to be I mean, poor and anybody. Yeah. Enough money to to feed and put a roof over people's heads, you know that we're talking about a catastrophe. 
Yeah, but you see, that's why. But see how they're coining this. Oh, we're going to reduce your hours because we want you to spend more time with family. Uh, that's how they're coining it. But what they are going to do is they're going to be bringing prices down because uh, the money that they're going to be giving you is going to be asset back. It won't be the fiat. It'll have a value. So in other words, if you go buy that $10,000 car today, probably during next year, you try to buy it, they couldn't sell it for 10 They probably could sell it maybe for 2000 because your money now is asset back. That 12 say that $1,000 apartment that you're paying for now, that will probably be about $300. So yeah. prices will go down. Captain, you want to say something before we go? Are you still there, Captain? Well, maybe you can't come through, but anyway. So that's basically it. Anything else? You, I like the questions that you asked. <laughs> I can't do that fast of typing. You are putting them on me, girl, but I'm trying to answer them as best as I can. But some of the things that you're asking to do, they're good, but they're going to be all, almost an impossibility. And it will be too time-consuming, and I don't think you'll be able to, to motivate the people or mobilize them because people will have money. And, you know, uh, money heals all things. And so, therefore, uh, if they got some money, they're not going to be too inclined to want to uh, um, jump on the bandwagon because they've gotten a few nickels. So that's that's what I see. Anything else you want to say, Miss Robin? <laughs> no, I don't have anything to say. It looks like I need to go um, page by page through the... Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Uh, see, this is not something... It's there, I'll find it. ...overnight. This has been years of study and talking with people and meeting with people. Uh, this is not something that people are going to get because of the way we've been raised and uh, taught to believe, and now we're finding out that it wasn't like we thought. I think uh, they have a lot of more disclosing to do. As the Pope has said, uh, when all truth comes out, uh, some people are going to die. They're not going to be able to handle the truth. So there's a lot that they have not uh, been necessarily forthright with us. So anybody else a question or comment before we go? Girl, this has been a long call. Oh, boy. Anybody else? I still see some people in here. I can't make it out, but I see some people. No, Auntie, I'm straight. I already pretty much, I don't know all the information you're saying, but it already see the handwriting on the wall where communities are going to need to help each other. That's, that's the main thing I see that we can't just keep depending on the government. We have to come together and help one another. Oh, yeah. If we plan to survive, that is. And we won't have a choice. And it's not, and I like you said, it's not a race thing, because I'm so tired of this racism stuff. No. It is about like minds coming together, because we have good and bad in all races. And those of us that want to survive, we're going to all have to come together. Not just yes, we are. And not gender and all that stuff. That stuff needs to go out the window now. We have to I agree. Other. 
I agree. I, I, it's not about color. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to say what uh, Jesse Jackson said a long time ago. It's economics. It is. That's what it is. The have and the have not. I would suggest that everybody, if they get an opportunity, might want to look at that movie uh, entitled 2020. I think they're trying to tell us something on that movie. A lot of times they're trying to tell us things in movies, but we uh, a lot of times we don't pay the attention. Yeah, I'll be saying that too sometimes. But I like what I think you said, Robin. Yeah. We, we are going to have to help a lot of people because everybody's just not there yet. Oh, it's, it's, I, I just, you know, we're going to see people starving. You know, if it's, when the value of the dollar goes down, if something isn't done, we're just, it's going to be pretty bad because there's going to be no employment, no jobs. These kids that are in the colleges screaming bloody murder. So college is going to be free. They may not know, but they. No, have, they're telling people college is going to be free. But we're already starting to advertise that. No, I'm talking about in the present day on campus, Mm -hmm. these kids that are screaming about every little thing, okay? I mean, these are not critical things they're screaming about. But, But what I'm really picking up from them is the weariness and the, um, um, the instability and the insecurity that they feel when they're going to leave college and they know that they are approaching a jobless uh, situation and, uh, and they know that there's a good chance they will not be successful in finding a job. So I'm just, you know, on the college level, I'm, I'm hearing this stuff coming out of universities right now. Like what? Well, the, it has a lot to do with um, social justice issues that aren't really something that people normally are dealing with day-to-day in life. Like, for example, give me an example. Well, like, well, one thing is calling a person a proper pronoun. Well, and you remember, like you're going back to different state rights. Identities. But, but you see, you got to remember, uh, a lot of times the African-American, I'm just saying, is the last to know. A lot of these others, they already knew it was coming, and it's going back to state rights. So therefore, you'll probably see a lot of that. Well, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about it. There's this undertone. It won't be an undertone anymore. It's going to be blatant. Well, yeah. When they get when they graduate university and they oh, talk about nobody the hiring them. Not even those that's in college. It's going to be blatant. It's yeah. going back to state rights. Oh, some well, millennials yeah. Now, some millennials yeah. now, like I have a son that graduated college and stuff, some see that and they're, like, talking about creating their own thing now. That's well, right. These young people don't want to work for jobs. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They don't want to work on no jobs. No. Because they already know. You see, now... You know, uh, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, you go in a place now and they don't want to serve you, you probably couldn't sue them or whatever. After July 1st, that's over. See, the laws are changing. That's what we got to get our our minds wrapped around. Just like if you go on the page, you'll see that law I just put out there where the police will be able to provoke you, and you won't have to have an opportunity to go to court. 
on the spot, it's a minimum amount of time. They don't give the judge the discretion. So, in other words, things, our life is going to change. Depending on the state. It's going to be state rights. That's right. That's why I've been asking people over two years to look and see the direction your state is going and see if it's I've going to be. I've been longer than that. I've been saying it all comes down to the state. And that's well, now it's really going to come down to the state. Yep, this is reality. Reality. So I, I would say well, look at the state. the state legislature. Well, I would look into the state that I'm in and see if, if it's going to be conducive for me. I would tell you right now, there's no way I, in Haiti I would move to Kentucky. I don't like the direction it's going. I don't think I want to move to any of those southern states. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We'll just have to see. I'll, I'll see, because that's where it all started before. It's all going back. Still, and they're still arguing over the Confederate flag stuff. So. Yeah. Well, you know, a good person... They seem that more important than the human being stuff like what we're talking about. <laughs> no, that's right. And they're talking about the flag be... instead of the people that they're serving. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Yvette Carnell is in Georgia. Uh-huh. So keep an eye on the show. I bet she won't show. be talking like that after then once she finds out, because they, they'll pay her a visit. <laughs> um, yeah, I would just uh, pay close attention to her show because... She's uh, she's real smart. She's um, she's uh, on top of it. She's trying to wake everybody up. Get ready, folks. Mm-hmm. With these cutbacks, you're going to have to real care for own. Get and ready. Just... Your cousin is go- isn't going to have Section Eight. She's not going to have welfare. Mm-hmm. She's not going to have the food stamps. What are you going to do? This is your family. And so the way this, she talks, everything re- around her shows. If she's smart, and in Georgia, uh, she probably won't be on there too much longer because they will probably pay her a visit. Mm, I don't know. Uh, we need her. We need more women in there to meet Georgia's a probably. Georgia is more, you know, liberal or more progressive. Or Girl, please. She's more. She talked to Mary, well, or Mary Neal. I don't think so. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the population of African Americans in Georgia? I don't know, but I tell you oh. one thing. Uh, I can tell you one thing. Uh, it, it look at the population of how many in prison in Georgia for the population of black people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I hear you. That's a that's a good question. Uh-huh. I, I have those, I have those statistics. I'll post those in the in the room too, and then you'll see. What's Maybe her name that's again? you ought to look at statistics. What is her name again? Uh, uh, Mary. She died. You have Carnell. Yeah, she's good. I like her a lot. To me, we need more women in politics now. All this crazy. I'll give that um, YouTube channel for you all. We need to get behind them and start be backing them instead of letting the good people die out. I I agree with you. I like her. I like her a lot. I, I, I subscribe to her. And I'm not even a feminist, but I do see they need more women involved in this stuff. Out of it, you know, the way it is, it's crazy. Hello, Breaking Brown family. You're just posturing how the men be posturing all the time. We need women. I feel like we're getting there and really care about the people and about everything to get this world running right if we can. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, so she's in Georgia. I don't know if I can, can I post? 
Yeah, she's. I'll she's, Google it. She's like Unlikely. she's already like um in office, like a mayor or something, or she's somebody coming up. Just a talker like me. Okay. Yeah, she just has a breaking. It's called Breaking Brown, and she's in Georgia, and she does a duo. Um, she's got um, her friend that is partnered with her, who does um, the techno tech work, as she does most of the talking. And it's a call-in program, so you can call in and talk to her. That's what I was suggesting to Shirley to call her up and talk to her about this um, and see if she knows about it or not and get people aware of it. And you too, Auntie, let me know when you decide to run for something. Okay. You know what's going on and you care about the people. I mean, we can't do nothing about the ones that don't want to listen, but I'll tell you what, when really hard times hit, they're going to be listening to somebody. They're going to be, you know, like you said, that's going to be the sink or swim stage. Well, this is Georgia. She's in Georgia, so I right. guess. We need, we need a woman all over the place. Georgia, Cali, I'm out here in Nevada now. Even though my heart is still in Cali, that's where I'm from, but I live in Nevada. So I'm all the way everywhere. Scary. I'm scared to get involved scary. in this stuff. And them southern states are, 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 are not way we would like for me that they are. But I, I hope they get better. I, I really do. Uh, yeah, we have to keep praying about that. Talking too much out there. Yeah, I'm hoping that there's been some enlightenment in the past 60 years. <laughs> but the problem is, is when people are poor, when people are are uh, frightened and insecure and poor and everybody's just taking care of their own and they're not thinking in terms of a community. Right. Where community is power. Exactly. So community can, you can get a community to boycott a company that's being... Um, uh, backwards, mm-hmm. you know. I agree. That's what I've been mostly talking about. The community has to help each other, empower each other, and keep each other going if we all come together in a good way. Yeah, you know, I think it's, I think it's something that will naturally happen as it's happened in the past. If the need is there, the people will come. So I pray. I think so too. That's my prayer too. Have heart. I just think that it's it's going to be an adjustment for a lot of people. But I'm I'm happy that uh, hopefully that they'll be able to get something um, to uh, pay for their basic necessities. You don't need that worry too. I for me personally, I don't want to come to the south, but some people can handle it. I can't. No, but in your area, you start there, and then eventually we get more women involved in these politics and stuff, then they could come together. I think that's when we'll really see that. I think so, too. Because women ought to do that already. We have to organize the family and everything else, so we know how to pull people together and organize. That's true. I think we need to get them in these positions where it matters. I think so. All right. Okay, well, this has been excellent, and um, um, anyway, I think we're going to go. This has been excellent. Does anybody else have a question or a comment? 
All we right. live in Thanks for being here to dialogue. I see a California here. I guess they don't want to say anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know her. She's good. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I'm going to go. Thank you. I need All right, to thank you, everybody, for coming in. On that note, I'm going to wish everybody the three Ps and... Um, uh, I'm going to let you guys go. On that note, good night and good night. Good night.